Yo, it's Rocky Banks, leader of the Yellow Heart Gang, the Mojo Messiah himself, and you are now tuned in to the Inside the Northside podcast. What's up, guys? This is Inside the North Side coming to you from the studio. I have a very, very special guest here. But before I get into that, I just want to welcome you guys back to the podcast. Um, I know I didn't do an episode last week, but the reason why is because I just was not feeling it. I had a special guest lined up, but he never reached out to me. And at that point, I was just like, fuck this, I'm just going to take a break. So uh, I'm back, and like I said, I have a special guest here. So uh, please uh, introduce yourself, special guest, for our listeners out here. Hello, this is Gaming Garns. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show. So, Gammy, uh, is that how I'm saying it correct, Gammy? Right? Yes, Gammy. Okay. Short for Gamaniel, Gamaniel. Oh man, that's yeah. that's even that's even more badass. Oh, wait, uh, I was like, it's too long. I need to cut it. <laughs> so you're just like, Shh. all right, Gammy. Yeah, okay, sure. is that what like they called you growing up? Gammy, yeah. Like I don't think anybody ever called me Gabanio unless I was in trouble. Mm, for okay. sure. <laughs> so, like I said, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for thank you, thank you for reaching out. And like I said, it's been it's been a couple months, but we've kept in contact, and I'm very excited to have you on. Yeah, I'm so. excited to be here. So you can see the excitement on my, uh, on, uh, for as myself, you know, as I was throwing out there because of the cool fucking flyers I gave you. I was like, I got to give this <laughs> oh, yeah, guy some them. badass yeah, flyers, sure. dude. I love them. Really so, cool. like, I was trying to find, new, like, your new song. I wanted to use your new song. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I was like, I wanted to use the, the instrumental, but I was like, I don't have the instrumental. So it's like, I'm just going to throw it out there. So it's like, what way to promote an episode and also promote his song. So it's like, I'm just going to put both. So awesome. I was like, fuck it. So. <laughs> So, Gammy, you are a local Houstonian, correct? Correct. Yes. Born and raised, born, born and raised. raised. And the cool thing about you is that you come from a musical family, correct? I do, yeah. My my father, he's uh, into, um, he plays like Norteña Tejano music, mm-hmm. so that's what I grew up on. All right, and yeah. the, the group is the... Uh, was it Los Los Pumas de Michoacan? Right? Los Pumas, yeah. I'm trying to actually, how do you know? <laughs> well, yeah. because it. it oh, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to cut you off, but it, it was in your bio on oh, Spotify. Oh, spot, yeah. And oh, it, you're right, yeah. So but. I checked out your music, but also checked out your dad's music as well, because <laughs> it's like, okay, well, hey, let me see if anybody that I know, because I'm born and raised here. My family listens to Tejano music and you know, a couple Norteño music too. So it's like I wanted to see if like I knew any of the songs, and I think I might have heard one or two like thrown in the playlist growing up and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, back so. in the day when they were in their prime. So, yeah. how was that growing up with the musical family? Like your dad, like. I mean, are your you have you have siblings, correct? Yeah, I'm the youngest of three. Okay, yeah. are your siblings musical, musically talented as well? Or? Yeah, I feel like everybody in the house was always into music, and for me, it was just normal watching him perform on stage. Like I didn't know it was in like 
normal for everybody else so mm-hmm. i was like she i always knew that's what i was gonna do just because i saw him growing up but it wasn't until like three or four because i guess i always heard music but i didn't know what music was in my mind until i was like three or four and i heard like english music because it was always spanish music and i heard english and i was like oh shit i like that you know mm-hmm. so that's when i was like okay that's what i want to do um but my sister she's a great singer my brother plays like all these instruments he's in the band with my dad and then like side bands as well but I'm, I'm the least talented of three, but I still awesome. <laughs> enjoy it. So, like you were saying, you listened to pretty much of Spanish music all all day long in the house. So what was the English music that, that caught your eye when you were young? Like, what was it? Like, do you remember who it was? Yeah, it was, uh, I remember the first time I ever heard, it was uh, Baby One More Time. Oh, and, from uh, Britney Spears? Britney Spears, and now we were moving from the apartment to, like, our house that we've been having forever. And it was like, we're all in a car just taking moving out and my cousin he always listened to English music and the radio was on and I was like what is this you know like I was not familiar with English music and I wasn't in school yet because I was like three four um and I was like, okay I don't know what that is but I like it but back in the day you know you couldn't go to YouTube or Spotify so you had to wait like hours until they played that song again but luckily at that time they were playing it like every 10 minutes mm-hmm. um so I was just on the radio just waiting for that song and I uh, I was introduced to Chris Brown and then I was like, okay, shit, yeah, this is, this is what I like. That's dope, that's dope. Yeah, yeah dude, I remember when, when that song came out. I know I sound like so fucking old, but <laughs> um, I'm gonna turn 29 this year, so it's like, but oh, I remember, I remember like NSYNC, I remember Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, Christina Aguilera, I remember all that shit. Yeah, that like, was the it, era. That was like <laughs> the golden era, for I mean, sure. for us. Still is for me, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I remember... I remember like the first time I heard music. I might. I'm trying to remember who it was, but it, it was always music. My family loves music, um, so I heard Tejano music because you know Tejano music in the '90s was like top tier, like gold peak yeah. and everything. You know Selena and all those guys and stuff like that. And of course, you had like I said, the '90s music and shit like that too. So it was like. You know, my parents were young. My parents were, like, in their mid-20s. Yeah. So, you know, while I'm still growing up, they're kind of growing up in a way. So, like, I got to, like, experience, like, all the cool music and shit like that growing up. The good ones. Yeah, the yeah, good we'll music. we we'll never get those again. <laughs> so, you know, it. thank God I, was, I grew up in the 90s. Fuck, because I don't think I would have been able to grow up, like, now. Did you, were you born and raised in the North Side? Yes. Okay, because I know that Tejano music was, like, bigger, or still is, oh, like, to dude, this day. yeah, dude, I the mean. the North Side more than Southwest. So, like, I claim I'm from the North Side, which it is, but it's called, it's kind of, like, North Side, North Line area, I guess. Yeah. But, like, from where my dad was born and where he grew up, that's, like, true North Side. But, yeah, like, Tejano music was, like, it's a big deal to people in the North Side. Yeah. So you know, day, to this sure. to this day, it dude. It's crazy because I know what I've noticed. Not to say like every North Side person. But I'm from the Southwest, but I've had a lot of like friends from the North Side, and most of them, like eighty percent, like all Mexicans, they don't speak Spanish, only oh, English. I'm one of them. <laughs> but, yeah, but they all know the songs, and oh, I was yeah. like, how is it crazy? Because Southwest, everybody speaks Spanish, you know. But uh, and here in the North Side, it was like. No one spoke Spanish, but everybody knew the words to the song. So I, thought, I always found that funny. It's a lot like. of, like, Chicanos that grew up in there. Yeah. And it's we're all, like, second and third generation shit like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. like I, My parents speak Spanish. My grandparents spoke Spanish. And you don't speak Spanish? I don't. I mean, I can understand it. I can get through, like, a conversation somewhat. I can order my food if I have to. <laughs> um, but I'm trying. So it's like I know I get a lot of flack for... Um, <laughs> 
you know, not speaking Spanish, and I, I don't get I don't get called to work because a lot of people get called pocho. I think that's yeah, pocho. You like oh, you don't speak or some shit like that. But it's like I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Yeah, I, as long as like I keep the um, the culture alive. Yeah, for sure. So it's like I don't, you know. Yeah, and it's, and it's gonna keep getting. You know, I guess it all depends. Uh, I grew up in you know speaking perfect Spanish just because my family did, mm-hmm. but my first language was English just because they were never home. But I guess like from uh, it all depends on like as if you take it or not like you know with your kids so my, my my brother he's very strict on his kids like you have to know Spanish so like his daughter she's nine right now and like she speaks perfect Spanish but it wasn't because he wouldn't let her speak English because mm-hmm. she was learning like English in school you know so and but my sister's kids they're like they don't speak like Spanish like that well so it's like damn we're losing it so I guess it all depends on us you know to take it or not but it's just it's fading away. <laughs> yeah, like I have a friend out in LA, and he's he said the same thing. Um, but I've told him I was like it. I think, I think it's okay. I I understand like the language it might fall from generation to generation, yeah. but somewhere along the line, someone will pick it up. Like I hopefully would like my kids to speak it. It's yeah. like hey, look, if I can't fucking do it, then you send them can. to your moms <laughs> for the weekend. Well, I mean, it would be my grandparents, but my grandparents, well, most of them are not with us anymore but um even my grandparents weren't even like that strict oh, on so your me. parents don't speak spanish either my parents do oh okay, okay. Uh, but my grandparents my grandparents you know i think two of them are from mexico mm-hmm. and two of them were born here in the states okay. um but growing up they never they were never like hard on me for not speaking yeah. spanish they accepted me so i think that was kind of like well hey grandma and grandpa are okay with it and probably yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah i was more strict on it because i mean i'm first generation so mm-hmm. they had to understand me somehow <laughs> and your dad's like of course you need to speak yeah, it you know sure. you're gonna be the leader of the group when i'm you know <laughs> yeah imagine when i said no <laughs> where did i go wrong so uh but yes to answer your question yeah it's still strong in the north side mm-hmm. I, I i know the words you know like david lee garza emilio selena and all of them those are like in my playlist yes. so it's like that's never gonna die so it's like of course i'll teach that to the later generations but um so did how can i say this so growing up with your dad and your brothers and sisters like that. So, like, what was it, like, that experience, like, I guess? Because it's, like, did you go to, did you did y'all, like, go to the shows? Like, were you, like, family-oriented? Like, hey, you have to go to dad's shows. Or they were just, like, oh, hey, we're dad's touring. He'll be back. You yes know? and no. I feel like for a long time I never saw him just because he was on tour all the time. Um, he was always, like, going out to, like, Atlanta or California or whatever. And um, I don't remember much of, like, seeing him. I remember going to, like small clubs and I was like the only kid at the club because my dad was like the performer yeah uh, getting like virgin pina coladas and shit but I don't remember not being there but it wasn't like oh you have to go I mean I was just taking cause I I don't, I don't remember much of it but it was it was really fun for sure because it was like somebody was always throwing a fake concert in the room whether my sister I had to be her audience and my brother too always like there's always music everywhere, so you couldn't study. So if you had to study, you had to go somewhere else because it was always like loud at the house. The only one who wasn't singing was my mom. But it was it was really fun till this day. I guess if we all lived together, it was it would still be like very musically inclined. So I mean, it was good memories, I guess, for sure. That's I mean that's pretty cool. I would I wish I would had like my dad do that, but my dad's not musically talented. He just <laughs> loves music. But um, I've seen like. Like, I've interviewed people where they've, like, done shit like that, too. Like, I've had Principe Q on, who's, okay. 
Selena's nephew, AB's son, and he's talked about like, you know, like my dad going over here. You know, never saw him that much because he was touring with the Cumbia Kings at that time and yeah. stuff like that. So, I, I I get what you're saying. Like, you would see him, but then you would not see him. Yeah, because now know. I do, and every day because you know he's older now. So there, for the first time ever, he's actually going to perform in Miami this weekend, and I'm like all surprised because he hasn't like. They haven't toured in years, you know? Really? It was like a while. Like, they were like, okay, yeah, we're old now. He's going to be 60 this, this month, next yeah. month. So it's like, yeah, they're slowing down, I guess. The whole plan was that they were going to, like, pass the band to, like, this the their kids. So, like, they planned to have the same age kids and stuff. Um, but that didn't work out because they were all into, like, different music. So the only one that followed them was, like, my brother and, like, a cousin. But that wasn't able to happen. But we'll see what um, right now, my sister's my dad's an accordion player, so that's what he does. Mm-hmm. My sister's son, he's like seven, and he's like going viral everywhere because my dad taught him how to play the accordion, and now he's going to like these shows. And so I'm guessing now that's his next project, trying to like keep the name of Los Pumas alive. So I think that's pretty cool. That's cool. It's like yeah. a family project. Yeah. So, so what? So what does your brother play? Does he he plays the accordion, right? He plays the accordion, the bajo sexto, the drums, the bass. He, He's the whole band. The whole band, yeah. <laughs> and then I would always, I'm not talented when it comes to instruments just because I don't have the patience. I can't, I can't write a song and, you know, that's mm-hmm. awesome. But they would buy me like all these instruments and then they would just stay in the corner because I, I just didn't want to learn it. Um, and I would be so like frustrated because I say I, I bought a keyboard because I, I wanted to learn. Like he had never played it before and literally in 30 minutes he knew two songs. And I was just like, oh my God, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, I was always jealous. That's one thing I was always jealous of him. Like he could easily like learn any instrument. Mm-hmm. But that's talent. I mean, impatience. I just don't have that. So does he do his own music on the side when he's like, I guess, not performing with like your dad and all that? Yeah, he has a band with, or he's going to start a band with his best friend. Um, but he plays with another band. I think they're called Los Gatilleros or something. It's still Tejano music, but he's like more, I guess, into everything. He likes like, you know, I think his favorite artist is like Bruno Mars. And, oh, okay. But yeah, he does. I'm just not very connected with him. oh okay because it's yeah. like he's got his own thing yeah, you get your sure. own thing, we so. both do yeah we don't mix them yeah I, I'm like that with my brothers I'm the oldest so my brothers have their own thing and I have my have my yeah. thing you know so but I, I see him once in a while whenever Same. I go over yeah well yeah I'm the one that visits him so, mm-hmm. so uh what got you started wanting to pursue a musical journey? I know you, you're you a part of a, a musical family, but, like, what made you decide, like, hey, I kind of want to do this full-time like my dad, you know? I always, I mean, I, like I said, I guess I always knew I wanted to do it. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I knew I didn't want to do Mexican music just mm-hmm. yet. Like, I'm very interested in it. Like, I'll do, like, a song here and there, like, in the future. But I was trying to find an artist that I liked and then... I started finding all these artists and like learning about the way they wrote music and I got so interested in like music writing so then I started <laughs> writing music when I was like 14 and it was so bad but I kept like writing and writing and then the first time I actually had a song that I was like oh shit I think this is pretty good you know and it was the first time that I felt like because I would, I would release music and it was so bad it was like I was lost it was like I was trying to be so hood when I'm not you know and I was just like like just all over the place trying to rap trying to do this and so the first time I had this song and it was called Over You and I went to the studio we worked on it we released it and it was like the first time that I was like yo it's good it was like therapy you know 
it was like a, it was something real and I was writing it it was more the writing that got me interested in the whole singing thing because mm. I feel like if I didn't know how to write music I probably wouldn't sing just because it wouldn't feel as real and since I write my own music it just feels like good it feels like I'm letting it out and that was I think that's what it was it was a music writing for sure just uh, hearing all these artists talk about their process and I think it was an interview of who was it it was um, Eminem I think that he would just like talk about how uh, like music saved his life or whatever and I guess you know a teenager was like well, I'm going through something too I need something to save my life <laughs> and I just got like into everybody just like google like their song their music progress and stuff and I just started the getting ideas of how to write music and that's like the whole idea of how it started I just like to write and that made me want to pursue it that's dope yeah. I like that I like that I mean I was the same way where it's like I, I want to I want to do this for, you know in yeah. high school um I think the, what the spark, what it was, is that I had brought my guitar. Well, someone brought their guitar to school, mm-hmm. and nobody knew how to play it you except me. Awesome. So <laughs> I, I'm tuning the guitar and playing it, and then people were like, "Oh my god!" You know, like like, like the scene in the movie where like, yeah, you know, this guy can play. And it feels good too. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, "Oh, this guy knows how to play." So um, that's who I was known for for like a couple years, and I kind of started a movement where like I brought my instrument to school. Mm-hmm. And then more kids brought their instruments to yeah. school. And then they the started a club. Prince. And now, like, the club is taking <laughs> over the school. And it's like... I did that. That was me. <laughs> yeah. I remember the, we were doing this in sixth grade. And I, had, I always had a really high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like to sing because I sounded like a girl. Um, and it was sixth grade. And then we had to sing. It was... Um, what, is it? What, a what, what song is that? The Christmas song? Which one? Uh, that Kelly Clarkson song? Jingle Bells Rock. Okay, okay, And, um, they put us all, like, in a, in a circle, like, all the girls and boys, and we had to sing, right? And I forgot that I was there, and I started singing, and they are like, who is that, you know? And I was like, oh, my God, because I sounded like a girl, so they were like, they were like, uh, there was this girl named Leslie, she's like, Leslie, was that you? And I was like, oh, my God, it was me. (laughs) Like, oh, that was him, and I remember they made me do a whole solo with this other girl named Sabrina, it was for Let It Snow, and that was the first time I ever performed, like an English song like in public and everybody just started cheering and I was like oh shit this was really good I want to do it again but I was I, I was had like anxiety and I was very shy mm-hmm. so that sucked I hated performing like like my whole life I'm barely starting to like get confident but I still get locked on stage and I'm like oh shit like right before I get anxiety but it feels good at the moment <laughs> when they're clapping that's what so I was gonna I ask you I was like what was the first time you ever performed so that was it but um, what was the first time like you performed like your own music do you remember like the first show you ever did when was the first time I performed? Um, <laughs> um, oh, it was actually uh, in Fifth Ward. They had a, we, I released a song. And it's crazy because I released so many songs, but I still never performed. I did, like, virtual shows more. Um, and for the first time, I actually had to perform my music, like, live in front of people. So we had this release party for the song Craving that I had with Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to go and just, like, party with the song because I wasn't ready, like, mentally. I was like, shit. And I, I mean, I knew it was going to come, and I was trying to avoid it for years, like, the whole performing thing. I was like, nah, I'll just do music videos, and, like, whatever happens, happens. But they were like, no, you have to do a whole, like, 15-minute set. Over. I'm like, shit. And, um, yeah, that was the first time, so I had to get drunk to do it, because I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> to this day, I feel like I haven't done a sober show. Really? I did. Actually, that Saturday, when I had that one song, um, it was the first time I sang sober. And it was, that's when I, I locked, I was like, oh my god. I, I felt like, uh, and you know, Northside, everybody's more hood than the Southwest. And everybody was like, they looked so tough. And I was like, oh my god, what am I doing here? I was like, I, I was like, I got this. I went in there and, I, and my anxiety kicked in. But 
I mean, they told me I did a good job, but in my mind, I felt like my body wasn't moving. I was like, shit, you know, so I, I just need more practice. And I performed a couple of times this year already. Um, so I'm getting there little by little, but I still need like three tequila shots before I go up there. It's, it's really not The liquid courage. Yeah, especially because like what you're saying is like personal to you. and You got to make them feel it. It's like, shit, how am I going to do that? Yeah. Like, yeah. So growing up, who were your musical idols that you looked up to? Spanish and English. So, to this day, probably the same people, Britney, uh, Chris Brown, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera. It was, like, all the 90s people that I still listen to. Uh, you know, later on, they, they started, like, changing. Um, actually, Pee Wee was a very, I don't know why, because he didn't even have that many hits, but mm-hmm. Pee Wee was a, a big inspiration. Just because he had, like, that high-pitched voice, and I was like, okay, if he, can, if he has that voice, I can have it too, you know. But, like, Cumbia Kings, I, I love those Cumbia Kings. Um... um yeah, I mean, Selena's everybody, you know, inspiration yeah. for sure, you know, just her whole story period, you know, she was young, and she didn't speak Spanish either, and, you know, she, she did her thing. Um, yeah, just everybody. <laughs> I feel like I get inspiration from her, even, even people that I didn't listen to, you know, their stories, period, were, uh, were inspiration to me. But, yeah, probably Chris Brown was, like, the one for a long time that I wanted to be, like... Okay, yeah. yeah. Chris Brown... I talked about this a couple of times, but like Chris Brown was like on a trajectory to be like the biggest yeah. star. Oh God, yeah, he was like under Michael Jackson's wing. Like I was just like so mad when he ruined his whole fucking shit because he was going somewhere. Yeah, I like like I like I was I was I'm a fan of Chris Brown. Yeah. I like Chris Brown's music. I still do. Yeah. Um, but like that whole thing, like with Rihanna, mm-hmm. I mean, really fucked, fucked up his everything. career and just. Yeah. I really think. Like, he had some, like, mental health issues mm-hmm. as well. Because a lot of shit happened to him before yeah. he, that he didn't really talk happened. about. Yeah, yeah. so, it, like, that kind of just fucked up his, you know, his mind and shit like that. Yeah. And just, now he's just one of these people where it's like, oh, it's Chris Brown, Brown you know. Like, Hell no, put respect on his fucking name. <laughs> I get so mad because they don't give him the credit he deserves. But at the same time, when all that shit was happening, it was, like, the time where it wasn't okay to talk about your mental health, you know. And now, I feel like it would have been different because everybody's out there, like, oh, no, I'm not okay, you know. Yeah. But back then, like, I couldn't say that, like, especially in the music industry. Like, they would talk shit about you. And But, yeah, I mean, I was so mad. Like, he can dance, he can act, he can sing. And, oh, he, has yeah. so, he still has, like, so much potential. But no one pays attention anymore but me. <laughs> I know he he was supposed to do a show like I think last month and excuse me he canceled it and I was like well that's, that's coming out next yeah wow I think yeah, he it. yeah he uh, he canceled it that's why nobody because <laughs> oh, he canceled it and I was like damn that that really sucks like yeah. he like he should have been or he could have been right now like one of the biggest yeah. fucking artists out there but and he is but you know people they don't give respect they to him. don't. Yeah, you know, so. he's still it's crazy that like, he doesn't stop. You know, he still pulls the album like every year, and you know, I, I buy that album. It's iTunes, <laughs> and it's like like you were like you're saying. You know, he puts out music every. I, it sucks because it's not on the radio anymore. It's not. I think you have to go to like ninety seven nine or something yeah. like that, and it's like okay, but like he just blacklisted. I'm so mad. That sucks, but. Yeah. That happens to some people, you know. It, it, when shit happens to you, it's like, well, hey, we're not gonna play your music anymore. I, th- I think, no, I, forever kind of was was coming up a little bit, yeah. But then it kind of like stopped playing it, I guess. So, I don't know. It sucks. I like Chris Brown, and I I wish he was, you know, he became one of the biggest artists because that would have been really, really cool to see like where he would have gone. Yeah. For sure. Because like, like you said, he was like under Michael Jackson's wing. Literally. You could dance, oh sing, God. act. 
yeah. the dude wrote his own music. I mean, it. That's like that's yeah. like a combination for you know. For sure, icon. Yeah, he's yeah. like really young too. I felt I feel like that had a lot to do with it. He was like sixteen. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? All right. Um, but yeah, like okay, so like Selena, you said was a big influence. That's everybody's huge influence as well. Um, growing up, you know. My mom and Selena have the same birthday, oh, really? so oh. it's like that's what we heard. And of course, you know that was like the main, the golden years, like yeah. you know, listening to that shit. So um, Selena's, I guess, like a huge influence on like everybody's musical yeah, career. Everybody. Even though I, I do get annoyed sometimes where they're like, oh, you know, I, uh, I, I look up to Selena. I'm like, no, you don't, bitch. <laughs> no, you don't. And I feel like people like. They tried to hop on the Selena train. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like far. They hop on the Selena train when it's like you don't know anything. And it's not cute. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you have to be from a specific era or just, I mean, growing up Mexican, I guess, it's just you have to be Mexican first of all to really be into her because that's when you get all the experience. You know, like your parents know her and everything. Uh, I just knew her. My dad opened for her in a couple of shows. Really? Yeah, and I guess they knew her, her legacy. I didn't even watch the movie until... My parents told me about her story and you know my sister she was like a big she's older than us so she she actually was like the ones that cried for her when, when she died wow. um so when i when i was born because i was born after her, she died mm-hmm. and uh, all my parents they were telling me the stories and everything and I, and I watched the movie with j-lo and i was like oh shit you know this is crazy and then i, I became a huge fan but i'm more into her english music than her spanish and no one knows a lot of her english music but she has a whole album yeah of english and the fucking bops like that was like my Carey shit you know like that it's so fucking good. That would have skyrocketed. Yeah, I I like talking to people about like what Selena would have been. Oh, because like she was working with like some of the biggest like pop producers. artists and like producers yeah. and stuff like that. So like I know a lot of people say that J Lo kind of stole her career. No, J Lo didn't steal it. She just I feel like she would have been Beyonce level because she would have definitely. I feel like she would have left Tejano music aside a little mm-hmm. bit. And she would, because, you know, her heart was always in English music, and a lot of her hits were given to, like, I think, like, other artists, yeah. you know, like, but I feel like Beyonce's level would have definitely been Selena. She had, she had everything Beyonce had. She had the dancing, the singing, and I know the that her, Beyonce's family were actually working with Selena's family when, uh, before Selena passed, so they knew each other, like, the oh, Nobles really? and the Quintanillas, so I feel like they, they knew her, what you call it, the... Her potential and everything, and mm-hmm. Beyonce was little because she she got to meet her and everything too. So I feel like that was the career that Selena would have had would have definitely been Beyonce. She would have been Beyonce before yeah, Beyonce, definitely. So, yeah, man. I mean, like you said, her English music, her English music is really good, and it's it's dated, of course, for because it was yeah, during that time in that the in the mid be, late nineties. Yeah. But to see like where it would have gone in the two thousands with this whole house techno yeah. kind of style that we're going with and just it, it would have been awesome it would it we got yeah. we got fucking robbed to see what she would have been no literally and the, i feel like not not everybody has heard of course that that album but i feel like everybody needs to listen to that album one of my dreams if one day you know i, I would make it biggest to redo that song the uh it's called missing my baby mm-hmm. and that album that's that's my fucking song i feel like it, it deserves way more than than what it did yeah, that album, the her her last I guess uh, album didn't yeah, really get that much. Dream, yeah, I told Sivani, um, which is her nephew, yeah. I was like, "Hey, tell your tell your grandpa if he wants to make some more money, because if you <laughs> you know, I know they like to make money." I was like, "Put these uh, like remaster her albums and like put them on vinyl." 
yeah. I, and I like doing because they're releasing. They were supposed to release an album this this month, a new music, and I'm yeah. like, where the fuck is it? You know, because I was <laughs> waiting for it, but it, that never happened. But they did the fucking movie at the theater. I'm like, I've seen that movie like a hundred times. I'm yeah. still gonna go see it, but everybody's seen it already. Yeah, a lot of people were kind of like, I I asked people like, how do you feel about that? And they're like, I don't think I feel like I don't like it because it's. I know they're releasing like music when she was like 13. Yeah, a lot of people see it as a cash grab. It definitely so. it is, but. You know what? I can get the bag. You wasted all the money, but um, I would have still bought it. You know, I'm on to like mm-hmm. listening to her her like old stuff. There's this song that she has when she was 14 that I listen to a lot, and it's not on Spotify, so I have to go to like those apps that have like YouTube music. Because um, she had like her voice changed completely. It was like it was still really good, but it was like a completely different person singing when you listen to her when she was 14 compared to like 23. I'm like, what? Who the fuck was that? It was completely different. Mm-hmm. And I like hearing her with like the, the young Dinos and stuff. Because, you know, she had to leave him behind. Yeah, that, that's kind of... I guess that's what happens in music. It's like, if you want to become the biggest artist, you gotta, yeah got to leave the family behind. So. Yeah, because... Yeah, but I feel like Chris made most of that music. Like, the when he would go with those guitar solos, I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Chris does not get enough respect oh in the God. group. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I It's shitty to feel... It's shitty to say, like, like you know, the family kind of fucked them over. Oh, yeah. Because, like, even when I listen to some of the songs, you can't really hear them. And I know that they turn down his levels. And I'm like, that's a shitty thing to do. And those songs that are, like, fucking great is because they have that fucking Chris guitar solo. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God. There's a song called that she has, Yeah, No. That's a good song. I like that one. Oh, my God. Like, his fucking guitar going all the way. And I'm just like, shit. And I listen to him more than I do Selena because it's just fucking great. He's very talented. I tried reaching out to him to, like, have him on my podcast. But no go. So and I've seen him before live. He's really good. Um, but I saw him playing live at a Macy's Parade once. But really, he, he was playing with. A, it was a, it was an English rock band, but I didn't even know it was him until someone like mentioned. And I was like, oh shit! That's yeah, he has his own band now. Yeah. My um, they played at Selena Fest a couple times. Como la flor, the, the thing they had in Corpus. Yeah, I, I went to it. Um, <laughs> when they're saying the the Mac lipsticks and all that, <laughs> I went with a couple of friends. My dad was like, he's good, but his band's not that great. Yeah. And I was like, of course you're going to say that because it's Chris Perez. But, I mean, who knows? Since I know his nephew, I mean, I, I he's an inspiration to me because it's like he's a great guitarist. He's just really, seems like a really humble guy and seems yeah. really nice. So it'd be like, it'd be cool to chat up with him. And like, if I were to interview Chris Perez, it wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think I would want to talk about Selena really. I yeah, would want to kind of talk him. more about him, himself, so, yeah. him and like his music and how he needs this and that. Maybe sprinkle a little bit, but like more just about him. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure he gets bombarded with fucking Selena questions every oh, fucking yeah, day. Sure. That's got to be and fucking annoying. Too, honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, I feel like if people kept asking me and asking me about a person, I feel like at a point I'm just gonna like be over it. That it's so sad that I'm over it, you know. Kind of like uh, if they were kept asking about like your dad, you know, like, well, what about this? What about that? What about this? What is it? You know, this and this and that. And you'd be like, dude, shut the fuck up already. <laughs> For sure, that's how. What was it? I think it was Noah Cyrus, uh, my sorry sister. That's how it was too. Everywhere she was, she was like, "What about your sister?" And she was like, "Damn," you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I totally understand. Yeah. So. What was the first song that you, I guess, ever went into the studio and recorded? I think we might have talked about it, but <laughs> no, I, no, I, I don't think so. No, I, I spoke about the first song that I released, but no. So, the, I used to be with this group writing in the downtown studio that we would like write music for other people. And, you know, and it was it was pretty good, you know, but other people started getting bigger and going on their own. And, you know, ended up being a mess. So everybody separated. You know, that's always how it happens. Um... 
but the first song ever I ever released was uh, it was called Money in the Closet. It was uh, okay. embarrassing. It was with uh, Clevo. You know Clevo? He's a Northside rapper. Okay. Uh, and Matt O'Neill, and they did great. But it was very like um, hip hop. I'm j- I was just trying to be someone I was in, and it was very cringy, you know. Later on, and I was just like, "What the fuck was I doing?" You know. So then I released another one, and it was almost the same. Where I felt like I was trying to pretend to be someone I wasn't, but I didn't realize because I you know I was, I guess, having fun with it. But mm-hmm. it was called Money in the Closet, and you could probably still sadly find it somewhere up out there. Look for right now, <laughs> not playing. I remember I, I went and I undistributed it from everything because I wanted to start off fresh, you know, mm-hmm. with the first song that I that I have there. But yeah, that was the first song, you know. And it's funny because a lot of people would always like make fun of me. They would, they would like tell me, "Hey, we're in the closet." Like my sister-in-law too, or like really? at work, everybody like knows it just because I'm like, "Fuck it," you know. One day I'm gonna redo it, and it's it's gonna be fun just because a lot of people do know it. You know, mm-hmm. like people who have been following me for a while, they've they've all heard the song. So I think it's kind of like I'll probably bring it to a show because the song's a bop, you know. But it's just it's just me. I I, just, I sound so stupid. I mean that happens, you know. I, I've done that before too, where it's like I try to like be somebody who I'm not, yeah. and it's like, dude, I've been in like bands where like I shouldn't have been in a band. Yeah, and I was, I was in too because I was like in high school. Yeah, I was in this like alternative metal group, oh. and that I've talked about that plenty of times on the podcast. If you ever do go back, I I have to figure out what episode it was, but like. I was like, I'm not a metal guy. I like music. I like metal music. I like hard rock music, but this is just not my scene. I, I was talking to him yesterday about um, rock music. I mean, mm-hmm. There's there's just music I can't listen to. Like, do you remember their band Cinderella? Yes, eighties. Yeah, I cannot. You know, my cousins were all so into them, and they were scary to me. And I remember just watching the videos, and they had like these big heads and all like fucking like devil and fire, and I was just like, I can't do it. I was traumatized. So. If I ever hear like a rock like song, you know, like, like at night, I have to turn it off. I gotta get scared. Really? <laughs> and the, yeah, but I like rock music, but I'm more into like the, um, I guess you could say pop rock, like Simple Plan or uh, Green Day. Okay, yeah. so like, I guess in terms for the younger audience, emo music. Emo music, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I call it rock, but I guess, you know, because I'm like, when I say rock, they're like, that's not rock. And I'm like, it's rock to me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. it's rock. It's all yeah, rock and roll. That's sure. all it is. That's, that's what Billy Joel says. It's all rock and roll to me. So who yeah. cares? Because Boulevard of Broken Dreams, you know that song? Oh, uh, dude. I fucking love Green Day. I fucking love that song. Oh, 21 Guns and all that shit. It's oh, a great, the, God, it, the great songs. Itself. Great song, dude. Yeah. Great song. I feel like they deserve more, too. So yeah, they so do. It's band. just a lot of them, uh, they, it, 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 that's a whole nother that's a whole nother nother podcast dude um but yeah dude it just it's funny but like yeah so rock music and stuff like that it's funny Uh, but uh what was i gonna say so um what was i gonna ask you about so you what was the first music video you you did so it was also for that song Mm -hmm. i scrapped it the fuck out of like my really because i used to i i was very insecure um you know, because I, I, was, I was, my whole life I was, I was you know, I was bigger and I was bullied, you know. Um, and I was like 400 pounds and just not feeling myself. And I, I saw the video and I just, you know, I, I hated myself, you know. I, I feel like it was more because of like other people. You know, they were they were nice, of course, you know, you're in high school. And the video was shot and everything. And I remember we spent so much money on it because it was like a, a sky rise of, of downtown and the cars and everything. And I was just like, they sent it to me and I just never released it, you know. So, you still have it? It's somewhere in my in my desktop. <laughs> but I was, I it. I'm very like you know I'm I'm a very insecure person. So like going back to that, I'm just like shit. Like I don't want to see it. But 
um, after that, it was, I didn't want to record anything because I just, even, because I got to a point where I was, like, really small, like, it was not healthy, and I still, they didn't like how I looked, you know, so it was, it's more of a mental thing at this point, I'm just like, yeah, it, it was on the mind, and the I just didn't get comfortable until I did Craving, which was, like, last year, that was mm -hmm. the first video I actually recorded after that, so. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you on that, it, as you can see, I'm a bigger guy, and I've always kind of been a bigger person, and I never really liked how I looked mm -hmm. growing up. Um, you know, I always felt insecure about my, my looks, and I always tried to dress certain ways to fit in certain things to make myself look good, yeah. and then you just end up looking like, like, a, like a retard, you know? I know. Um, I've been there. <laughs> and then especially now, like, ever since I graduated, I, I've gotten a lot bigger, and, you know, for it's it, like I said, it's good to talk about it. Yeah. Um, like sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, what the fuck? I, I've gotten, I'm like, I'm just big and you know, but, yeah, but recent, like yeah, I feel like it's all in the mind. It's like, yeah, you just, at the end of the day, and it's all about self love. Like, Literally, you have to, like, have to like love yourself. And, and right now, like, I'm getting more confident. Like, yeah. um, a couple months ago, I had this, uh, newspaper article, well, newspaper, magazine, whatever hit me up and they're like we want to do an article on you and your podcast so i was like okay so i was like i have no pictures to send to these people and i was like fuck since my girlfriend she's a uh, photographer mm -hmm. so i was like hey we need to go do some pictures so we went to like this coffee shop around here yeah i look i mean i feel like she's good <laughs> she's, she's a good photographer those are some good pictures yeah I, I, she did a really good job and that was like kind of not the first time but that's kind of like where i felt like comfortable yeah to be myself to just have fun with it you yeah. know and i like those pictures so it's like that's something because i like i said i don't like posting pictures myself either yeah. it's like once every few months i'll take a picture and i'm like okay this is the picture i'm going to use for like the next five <laughs> years <laughs> no yeah it's hard yeah especially and it never goes away you know you can be small you can be big you're always going to have that like i'll make him take pictures of me and he takes like 100 i'm just like oh my god i hate every fucking picture you know so I, I realize that it, it's not about the size. It's just it's all in your mind. Cause and then the the first song actually that I released as like okay this is me, like the first line is literally like self loving selfish you know and that's what I go by. I try to you know but it's hard. Once you're insecure, you're gonna be insecure for life. You know I don't think there's therapy to help that shit. No, yeah. yeah. Cause like I have a buddy and we did an episode called male body positivity because I feel like in. I guess in the world, it's always female body positivity, mm -hmm. but nobody right. really That's so true. gives uh, gives two craps about yeah, male yeah. body positivity. Because I, I do, I fucking hate like these mag like cosmopolitan or like you know it's like oh uh, you know female body and it's like okay yeah for sure my girlfriend's you know she's on the chunkier side I I I tell her hey look you're beautiful I don't care you know I like you for who you are but. It's never for men. Yeah. I they agree. never, like, they don't give a fuck about fat guys. You know, they're usually, like, the butt of the jokes or and shit like that. So we talked about it, like, a lot of men, including me, including him, it's like, we're bigger guys and we always feel like we're not good enough. Because yeah. it's like, I can't fit into these clothes that I want to fit in. I, I can't look a certain way because I don't look like that. Yeah. But it's taking years for me and for him to be like... Yeah, I'm big. Yeah, maybe I should lose weight. I shouldn't eat that 12-piece nugget <laughs> meal. But 
I, I still have to love myself because yeah. I'm the one that's looking in the mirror every day. So, and it's also for health wise too. Yeah. So, so, at, so that's a main thing that I feel like needs to make a uh, movement that needs to start male yeah, body positivity. Yeah. I've never thought about that until you said it right now. That's so true. I've never seen that. Watch you come up with the song for that. Right? <laughs> I love my body. <laughs> That's a good one. I like if that. you do come up with a song, I want ten percent. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for for everybody that's listening to this podcast, we are recording a couple days before, but Gammy is going to be doing a show here in Sugarland. Well, not here, but like in Sugarland at Constellation Field um, for called Doge Fest, right? Doge Doge Palooza. Doge Palooza. Yeah. Okay. So uh, tell us, well, tell me how you got that. I mean, we talked about it off air, but like for our listeners. Yeah, so they're very, so right now I guess they're, they're really big into charity, even though they have some really big names like mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the set or whatever. But I was actually in the, in the show like two months ago, and they did mention it. They were like, oh, you know, we're actually going to be helping them and everything. And um, I didn't know what Doge was. You know, I still, to this day, I'm like trying to like, you know, I know all that into crypto and I've never been into it, you know, and it was it wasn't until like then, and I was like, let me Google what this is, and I was like, oh, pretty cool, you know, and I got a call from them like a month after I was like in that podcast, so I got this call early April or late March, and then they were like, hey, we heard your music, we we like it, we want you to perform, like what does that sound? And I was like, oh shit, you know, because I had seen the stage that they were gonna use, you know, because they were they kept sharing, and I was like, well, I've never done something like that big before. Um, but I'm not going to say no. So I was like, oh yeah, for sure. And then they started telling me the names they're going to have. And like, um, they have DJ Nomad. I'm not sure a lot of people are, are familiar with him, but he's pretty big. And he does like, like badass EDM music. He's worked with like big artists, like big art, like people like Britney and Beyonce and things like that. So mm-hmm. I was very excited. His aunt, which is Whitney Houston's aunt, is going to be like the main lady there. And I'm just like, damn, like I can't miss this opportunity. So I'm very excited. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean... Uh, where's where's that where's that clapping eye over here? Yeah, dude, fucking man, that's that's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, excited. congrats to you. I mean, uh, big things are happening for you. I like that. I like that. I like when I meet musicians, then I like talking to them, and I can see like the passion and love in their eyes yeah. for what they do, and this shit happens for them. I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, took a fuck while, yeah. but slowly getting there, hopefully. You know? Yeah, man. You, <laughs> you know, like I said, congrats, and I'm happy for you that you're getting to do this, and then who knows what possibilities will open for yeah. you, you know? So, um, but yeah, dude, so uh, was it, uh, so you've been doing shows. How was that for you during the pandemic? Because I know, like, nobody was doing shit. I loved it because I didn't have to do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, my first show was actually, was it before COVID or during COVID? No. Wait, COVID was 2020, right? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't perform until like March of 2021. And it's crazy because I was supposed to perform at this like big Austin festival. Okay. And it was like, Charlie XCX was going to be there, and I'm just like, oh, shit, you know, like, it's a big pop artist, so I was very excited, and, you know, I was, like, my name was, like, in very small letters in the bottom, but I was still very excited, and, but I was very nervous, like, I didn't want to do it, but, like, but my heart wanted to, you know, so I was, like, fighting that, and I was getting so much anxiety, but I was preparing for it, and then COVID hit, and boom, like, everything got canceled, and I don't know if I was, like, sad or happy that that happened, just because I was, like, shit, I'm, I wasn't, like, mentally ready and then literally a year from there, they didn't realize until I was in the last podcast that um, the day that I was supposed to perform in Austin was the day that I performed my first show here, uh, here really? in Houston. So that was really cool. Um, 
What was the question again? <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I forgot. I don't even. Um, how was it like for you during the pandemic? Oh, pandemic. Yeah, I, I, it was cool because I didn't have to go. You know, I, I didn't want to fight my anxiety, so I was doing virtual shows, mm-hmm. and it was fun because you know people were watching, but I didn't see them. So I would have like my uh, my cousin play like a guitar in the back or something, learn songs, and it was just really fun because you could do different things with it. You know, you can um, have like cute sets or whatever, and it, it was just really fun. I, and I wrote a lot during the like the whole pandemic shit. So I feel like most of the songs that came out like last year were all written during the mm-hmm. pandemic. And I still have like you know, a lot that probably won't be released just now just because I did kind of like a uh, transition from English to Spanish right now. So those songs are going to stay in drafts for a while, but I did do a lot. I feel like everybody during the pandemic grew as an artist just because they were so ready to like come out and they had so much time to write and so much time to prepare. So I feel like everyone was just more ready. I feel like this year felt so great for every artist just because they were like so ready to come out so it was great to me i was happy yeah dude like i noticed like a lot of people were like fuck yeah i love the pandemic it's like i got to sit there and not have to worry about i mean they worried about what was going on Mm -hmm. on the outside world but like they got to just sit there and write and be creative and come up with new songs record and, and all this and that so i did the same thing um and it's funny because i was still doing in person Oh, like like yeah. podcast like during the whole pandemic i was in an i don't give a fuck attitude dude because like like <laughs> when the beginning of the pandemic started like around march i have just only had this podcast for like five months so i was like fuck i was like stop. yeah i was like i can't stop i was like i don't want to like stop this momentum that i had because it was barely like my second season because I, I like doing seasons yeah that's really cool. so i was like fuck i was like I have to keep going. Yeah. So I, I just powered forward. I had friends come and, and do the episode. I, I tried to, like, schedule this and this and that. And even though my parents were like, why are you inviting these people to our house? Don't you know there's, a, like, a pandemic and shit like that? I'm actually short, man. I was, I, was, <laughs> I was in Cancun in the middle of the whole pandemic with my friends. And everybody was, like, texting us, what's wrong with y'all? And I was like, listen, I, I, what if I die tomorrow? You know, like, I was, yeah, because I was in the studio during the pandemic. I was, I, I was out and about because I was like, I can't just... And I was trying not to take it home, so I would stay in one room because my dad, unfortunately, did end up going to the hospital. It was, like, really bad. So things weren't perfect, you know, but it was, um, I still couldn't let that stop me from, like, not doing anything because, you know, you have to keep going. Especially if you're just, like, starting a podcast or a business, it's like, you have to keep it going, you know. What if nothing fucking happens and you fucking waste that opportunity? So I was in the same state of mind as you. Exactly, dude. It's like the grind doesn't stop. Yeah. So... Uh, I know I might have pissed off my parents, but Same. like the growth, <laughs> the growth happened. I mean, sure. I got to meet cool people. I got to spread my wings and become more creative during yeah. that time. And now look where I'm at now. So I, I really think the pandemic. So I was like, I don't think, well, if the pandemic didn't happen, uh, it probably still would have been the same, but I would have been able to do more things. Cause like I had a whole plan, like I was going to go. Uh, to Austin and San Antonio like for spring break uh-huh. and I was going to do episodes there and I was going to ha- I had like this whole plan and then they're like oh we shut down everything so I was yeah. like fuck so, everything I'm just going to yeah. <laughs> just going to start my podcast so at home but it um, out. it worked out I feel like it, yeah. it was a blessing for a lot of people sadly you know for unfortunately for a lot of people it wasn't but for I don't know it was like a reset for so many artists yeah I, I, I could see that yeah. like a reset like my friend's camera call like they spent you know time like recording music and stuff like that getting stuff for now they did virtual shows and stuff like that i had them on like in november 2020 so 
This was still kind of like the height of like the whole thing, but like we didn't really give a fuck. Yeah. We had a good time. We drank. It was like a five-hour episode. Wow, <laughs> that's a long just, episode. Like just you and your friends? Yeah, just me and them. Awesome. Like that was like the first time I had them on. Yeah, and they're like, we're just gonna do. We're gonna Joe Rogan this shit. We're just gonna do <laughs> for five hours. So we did like a like almost like a five-hour episode. Wow. And they came back on a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago. So they were here for my 100th episode. Oh, I saw that, yeah, that you were pointing the 100th. That yeah. Really cool. Dude, it, it, it's such a blessing, dude. Because it's yeah. like, not many people get to stick around and do 100. Yeah, for sure. I've had friends that, like, started a podcast and they're just like, I don't yeah, want to do this I anymore. I that for. <laughs> <laughs> I just have that determination. It's like, hey, I like this. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we're Latino, too, where it's just like, we're not going to stop doing this. Yeah, we're true. just going to push forward. If yeah. we don't like it... Well, fuck it. We're not gonna like it, but we're still gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's how it has to be too. Is like for every type of art, you know, you can't stop. I feel like growing up Latino is like you saw like your parents kept kept it going and like shit. I don't want to be a quitter. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be a quitter. You want to keep pulling yeah. forward and like I'm nobody raised a bitch. <laughs> no, honestly, that's why one of the things I love about I guess being Latino is just I feel like I would have quit a long time ago, like music wise, if I wasn't. Just because you know it's hard, you know you're not gonna see noise in, for years. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first songs I released, I mean, it was only my friends listening to it until like later on, and I feel like a lot of people would quit after like that third song. That because it's a lot of money, you know, going into any like project or whether it's a podcast or music, you know, it's like the equipment, the the promotion, and everything is just like a, a lot of like time and money that goes to that a lot of people don't understand, you know, so. I'm I'm glad to be Latino on that part because I feel like that's the only reason they didn't quit. <laughs> just because I didn't want to prove people right, you know. So if you guys don't want to quit any of your projects, be just Latino. become Latino. Just be Latino. <laughs> that's a shirt. That's a shirt idea. So, so you were telling me off air that you listen to podcasts. That yeah. you're a big podcast listener. What are some of your favorite podcasts that you listen to? So I like for uh, for sure the weekly D podcast. I I love it. I'm more into like horror. It's weird, but I like hearing like um, scary stories okay. in the morning when I when I go to work. So this is podcast called like you know I think it's just hold up I have it right here. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. But um, I listen to a lot of them. A lot of um, like murder mystery horror yeah. kind of. And I know we we're talking about um, Joan Rivers, the a comedy. Okay, I yeah, yeah. Listen to her a lot. Uh, Fight through. What's oh, that? Is that his name? It's like motivational. Okay. How to manifest. That's one of my favorites. And I know we're talking about like Zodiac. So I do listen to like my daily, weekly Zodiac every day in the podcast. Uh, oh, it's called Mystical. It's, it's a really good podcast. And uh, I used to listen to, she. I think she stopped making them, but um, Anna Ferris had this really oh, okay. cool, cool podcast and she's fucking hilarious. And uh, Jenna McCurdy had, had this really cool show that was really cool too. But those are more And then like, you know, of course your show and like other, hey. like a lot of Houston podcasts are like really good so when i have time i, I really do like to do that that's dope hey i appreciate you listening to the podcast it means a lot i don't really get to tell that many people like in person but like like i said thank you because it, it's really motivation for me it's to see like oh shit people are actually listening to yeah. my stupid shit that i'm talking <laughs> about and i mean of course you can you can attest to me like when i'm just saying random shit how i feel you yeah. know and it's just like it's therapeutic, like it you said, in a way. I was about to say that's therapeutic. It's no, like, it you know, like, I've had I've had episodes where, like, I've talked about, like, my feelings. Like, yeah. my grandfather passed in December, and, like, that was something, like, I had to, like... Let I mean, I, I let it out at the funeral, Yeah. but, like, to let it out, like, on air and then put it out is a big thing yeah. for me. It's scary, It's too. scary, because mm-hmm. it's, like, 
everybody's gonna think I'm a pussy. Everyone's gonna be like, oh, you're crying, but you're. But it's like. Yeah. I think now in today's climate, I'm people say, right are like now accepting we're into the it. Mental health era, so everybody wants to hear it. Yeah, everyone's just like, "Damn," <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm so sorry, bro. Uh, it's yeah. it's you know. It sucks, yeah. And it sucks. It sucks a lot more because like I wanted to interview him Aww. and have him on because he was just he grew up in a different time and you know like well my grandmother had passed in 2018. So he was there for like three years, and he did not want to be alive at all. Aww. He was just like emo, super emo, depressed. Um, so like when he passed, it sucked, but we were like, all right, he's good. He wanted to. Yeah, yeah. he wanted to be with my grandma. He loved her so much. They were together for like 60 plus years. So He was ready. Yeah. He was ready. So it was like. That's always good to know, yeah. You know, it was sad, yeah. but it's like, all right, you know, hey. We'll see you later. Yeah. You know, don't worry about it. But yeah, dude, like letting my feelings out and shit like that is, yeah. is very therapeutic. And then, like, like I said, it takes balls to like put it out on yeah. air and I then have people it. listen to my shit. Sure. I have no problem with it. Yeah, I, I was because I, I talked. I'll talk shit about my family too. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> there was this whole dealio of, of course, with my family too. I did this thing with uh, Voyage, a magazine in Houston, and. I, I forgot I, I was gonna go public and I was talking shit <laughs> and uh, uh, there was this whole thing I'm like oh like you were talking shit I'm like, you don't get support and I'm like oh my god I forgot you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that you know later on from my aunt whatever so I cause I don't have filter so I just fucking say it at the moment I'm very like impulsive and I'm like whatever I'm feeling I'm gonna say it I'm gonna do it and then it breaks me in the ass later on but I'm like hey it helped me mm-hmm. so well I mean yeah I mean I guess they could take it that way, but it's also, like, that's how you feel. Like, yeah, sure. It's like, yeah, I know I have support for my family, but it's, like, it's a, there's another support that's, like, yeah, I'm, I'm wanting for, different. so. And they don't understand it very well. Because they're a different generation, too, so I, I accepted it. I yeah. Like, yeah. And, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, like, your dad would understand, too. He's like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I have my family that supports me, but it's, like, I'm out here putting music out. I'm, I'm working on this. It's, like, it's a different support yeah. that I want. Today, was, I was actually... Like surprise, um, my he's going to perform in Miami this weekend, and there's these white boots that I, that I that I always need to use from him because mm-hmm. they go with like I, I love them, and I'm like shit, he's gonna leave, and I have my performance on Saturday for Doge, and and I wanted to borrow them, so I went. He was in in the room, and I was like, hey, so you have a concert this like Saturday? He said, why are you gonna come? And I was like, no, but. <laughs> What boots are you taking? And he's like, oh, I'm taking the white ones. And I was like, which one? And I was, I had him on too because I was practicing today. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, oh, no, it's okay. I have, a, I have another, the other ones and you can keep them. I was like, okay, cool. And then he was like, uh, do you want to come? And I was like, no, no, no. I actually have a concert that day. He was like, oh, well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to be there. I wasn't inviting him. But the fact that he said that, I was like, oh, that was nice of you. You never said that before. So I was like, that was pretty cool. And it's pretty cool that you and him both have a show that day. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's like, yeah. hey. Yeah, I would have I gone on his table because they were like, shit. Because they were driving over there in like, the little tour thing they have. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't mind going to Miami shit. Yeah, who, who wouldn't want to go to Miami? I actually got invited to go perform on May 14 in Miami. There's going to be this, like, this big Latin party and um the guy i have a mofuma with badass jefferson he's one of the headliners and oh, shit. he called me yesterday he's like hey come to miami let's perform and as much as i want to do that it might not be possible just because of the timing and right now i'm rearranging the whole music video um that we have for that song and preparing for other shows and the album and it's also my parents birthdays all that week and mm-hmm. i'm just like shit like as much as i want to that might not be possible so i'm trying to see how that yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I get it. It sucks. Yeah, it does suck, dude. Miami. It's gonna be a whole fucking beach party. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I hate it as like 
whenever you do a show or do like an episode and it's like on your parents' birthday and you're like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah. And then they're like, I can't make it because I have this. And then they hold it against you. You know how yeah. Latinos are. So it's like, hey, man. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they got to the point where they give up. So I'm just like, they don't care no more. I don't even, I'm not even invited anymore to show up. Damn. <laughs> so uh, what I wanted to tell you is like when I was listening to your music, that I, I think it's very refreshing like the sound that you have. Oh, thank you. Because and we might we might talk about this. Latino artists that are into pop music, I feel like the music industry just puts them in this box okay. and just gives yeah. them this one sound, which is you know the reggaeton sound. Yeah. I mean the reggaeton I can't even say the reggaeton sound. <laughs> and it's like it's the same beat, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I can't stand it, dude, I because know. it's like I would, as an artist, I would feel boxed in. But I like when I listened to your music and I told my girlfriend, I was like, it doesn't sound like that. He, I mean, he's he's doing like he's a Latino person who does pop music, but he's not he's not confined to a box. Yeah, you you have trap beats, you have different stuff, you have a different style, different genre, and it's like it's refreshing Thank to you, yeah. to see that because you know, like I wish. You know, I, I mean, of course, he's doing something, Bad Bunny, but uh, I'm not really a fan of Bad Bunny, but he's kind of like, I guess, stepping out of that box. Yeah. But I feel like it's into a bigger box because it's still controlled by the record company. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I feel like that was my only goal for myself or like the only requirement I gave myself was that I just needed everything to sound different because mm-hmm. I didn't want to like everything to sound the same. So if I want to do a pop song, but I'm feeling like I want to do hip hop, I'll add a pop song on a hip hop beat or I'll bring an artist from like a from I like to only use Houston artists at the moment just because I feel like everyone has like a different audience that we can all like grow from each other. Mm-hmm. So that was the that's what I like to do. So I'll do EDM and right now I'm doing of course Spanish, but the Spanish album I'm doing is like Uma Fuma is very like a reggaeton, but the, the last one I was like more tropical and I have like this kind of like XTC song like a, like a house song and they're all just different because I want everything to sound different. I don't want everything to sound the same because i don't want to be in that box yeah, yeah. Dude, that's what i was like that's what i was like i gotta tell him this when i have him Thank on like <laughs> I, it's refreshing and i like i said i think everybody should check out his music because i think everybody would feel the same Thanks. so it, it, it don't don't ever tell him if they tell you put you in a box tell them fuck off yeah, I mean, yeah i feel like i'm i'm getting more i guess confident with my music which is wanting to do it more just because for the first time like i guess this year was I've never received compliments about my music before. I was mm-hmm. just doing because I like this. So I was like, if I like it, and that means it's okay, you know. Because I'll, I'll admit when I have a bad song, I won't release it. But for the first time, um, I have people telling me, "Oh shit, that's good. Like you're doing, like it sounds actually really good." And I'm like, so it's making me want to try harder. So I'm like, I love it, you know. Like now, I feel like I'm finally getting like a little bit of recognition, and, and I feel like I give myself a pat on the back just for continuing, you know, doing the same thing. Yeah, dude. Like I, I like I said, I applaud you. Don't ever fucking like I say step in the box. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Sure. I like it. I, I I think it's great. So thank you. Um, but like you're saying, working with local Houston artists, that's yeah. that's cool. I like that. Like you guys are all working together with each other yeah. as a community because it's like you all want to look out for one another. Yeah. So who's who are a couple local artists that you would like to work with? Alfatino. That's like probably like my number one right now. It's uh, pause what's her name this girl because I have my friend her name is Chelsea Avina but there's this other artist with the last name Avina and I'm trying to remember her name I think it's just Avina no something Ashley Avina but she's so good and she's like a kind of like a reggaeton artist and um, I want to collaborate with her for sure 
And uh, I feel like I've collaborated with every Houston artist that I wanted to. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm lying. Um, are you familiar with Too Raw? No, I, no, I'm not. He's so fucking good. Uh, he's uh, he's releasing an album. Was it today? 420? I think it was today. Or was it, no, Friday. But he's really good. He's like a trap artist, but he does like just different type of like vibey music. And he's like that other person that like you want to put him in the box just because uh, of the, he's from the north side and things like that. He's probably not from the north side. I'm just like saying that. <laughs> but he does like other genres and he's just really good. So I think those are my, my three number ones right now. But I think I've said like people that i've always wanted to but for right now i'm doing uh, spanish but i try to always include some english into it or, or vice versa so i don't know so but don Cotino for sure <laughs> i was happy he, he actually reached out to me uh, because he heard Umo Fumo and he was like yo this is fire like we need to do a reggaeton song and i was like oh shit i'm fucking down <laughs> i've been trying to collaborate with him for like for the first time that i heard him was like years ago mm-hmm. and he does like everything he does is completely different like he will start rapping then he does singing and disco and this and i'm like what the fuck what can he not do so yeah shout out to uncle tino yeah. you're a fucking awesome dude i i can't wait for the music that you guys will put out together i feel like it's gonna be badass oh, yeah. dude I'm fucking so badass so um yeah, dude. Like, I like, I like, like I said, I like having local artists on here. I've had Tino. I've had my friends Camera Cult. I've had a girl named Janex. I don't know if you heard of her. Yes. Yeah, Janex. She she's a fucking ball yeah. of fun, dude. She's just like so eager to like go out there and do yeah. shit. And I'm like, dude, just keep that fucking same I energy. Know, I wish I had that. <laughs> <laughs> we're just born with it. She actually messaged me. She's looking to start like a band together. And she was like, hey, "Can you help me out?" Because I told her, I was like, "Hey, look, if you ever need any help, just." reach out to me I, I know people who are like did you know musicians and shit like that so she's starting to band together and i was like hey let me know if you want me to audition i'll audition yeah. so but like yeah she's she's great i like her music she's she's got a crazy story too um long story short she started she starts writing music she's a really good writer she started working with like uh geo chamba and Principe Q and shit like that. They produced her some of her songs, and nice. she's just she's a great she's great. Like I said, she's a great ball of fun. I'm eager to like. I've kind of missed a couple of her shows because that's just been life and stuff yeah. like that. But I'm I want to have her on again and just like shoot the shit because it's like we both come come from the same kind of background, churchy yeah. kind of church kind of thing. So it's like we know some shit. But yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same. Um, but yeah, dude, I just I like having local artists, and um, I had a couple of them on the podcast: uh, Mark Drew, Rocky Banks, Nico, and uh, Jet the Third. So they're all local Houston artists. Uh, Mark is pretty cool. You should try to like, I guess, hook up up with him. He's got some great music, dude. All I mean, hook up with all of them. They're all got all got great music. I can see you working with all three of them, all four of them. Nice. So. They all got a different style. Jet kind of has like this weekend kind of vibe to her. Nico kind of has a very neo soul yeah. kind of uh, alternative kind of vibe. Rocky has like this J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar kind of attitude, which is great. And then Mark's all over the place. Mark can do everything. He's a producer. Yeah. He's got all this. He's a, I, I'm supposed to go and see their show uh, this Friday, which is the 22nd. So I'm very excited to go check them out and you know just shoot the shit with them and this and that. Man, so, nice. but yeah, dude, I I like I like seeing other Houston artists work with other Houston yeah. artists because it's like you're just making the thing stronger, man. You're just making the community better. Yeah, for sure. Right now, everything I do, like video wise or um, 
any type of work for music, I try to do Houston. I've mm-hmm. had, like, you know, the opportunity to work with, like, other, or videographers, I guess, that aren't from Houston. But I, I'm trying to just stay local for now, just, you know, to give everybody a platform. And everybody has completely different followers, and you can all, like, gain from one another, whether it's, like, an audience or just experience-wise. And I feel like the good thing about music is that you don't have to be the same genre to work together. I feel like anything works. Um, uh, I don't know if you're, are you familiar with Seated Don? The he's like Uncle Tino's best friend. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, the last song that we did together is like he's we're completely different. Like he's very like um, hip hop and he does Spanish too. But I knew that he was gonna fit perfectly just because I add like trap sounds to my pop music and it, it fit perfectly. The last song I did uh, was Bad Jefferson. He's like so much hood, like way hooder than me. You know, like in the trap, like Latino side, and it work like magic you know just because everyone's different but when it comes to music it's like the communication is the same and i just love adding different genres to one song to make it like something different like something new yeah dude like that's what i was like telling you it's like refreshing yeah it's like something i've never heard of because it's like i love i listen to all kinds of music and i've never heard anything like like your sound because it's like you're mixing all these different elements and you're not putting yourself in a box you're being yourself you have these people that kind of make the song better. Yeah. And it's just like, it, it just works well. It's like, it's like uh, cooking. Thank you. And you know, you're like, you're the chef, dude. I mean, you're a really great chef when it comes to making music. So. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> but yeah, dude, fucking shout out to all the artists that we've talked about. Yeah. Uncle Tino, Janex, all those guys. You guys are great. Keep Houston music fucking going, man. Like, I, I, I. I wish I would be back in that scene because it's like I love playing, dude. I just I love it, but yeah. it's right now. It's not the time, so yeah. I guess my time is right here behind the microphone, you know, interviewing people, which is great because it's like yeah. I get to meet new people, for sure. and then I and there's other doors that open for me. I and can, we need you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I've always told people, I'm like, hey man, if you have another friend that like is an artist or something, throw them my way. Like, yeah. You know, I I like, I like talking to people. Yeah, obviously it takes me a while. <laughs> I gotta get it started, but like I like talking to people. Okay, so uh, growing up here in Houston, do you have any local spots that you like going to, like on a weekend or like a Friday night? Like, what do you like to do to like unwind and just like get ready for the weekend? Ready for the weekend or at the weekend? Like, where do I go on the weekend? Like, what do you do on the weekends? Oh, like, do you, like, go to the club? Do you um, go to the bars? Do you go check out shows? Do you stay home and just eat pudding and I write songs? I'm not a homebody. Like, I try. Lately, I've, I guess we've been home more, but I try not to. Or mm-hmm. it's not that I try. I just don't stay home. Something happens and, you know, either I have to go perform with someone or uh, this year specifically, I've been doing that most of the time, but... I, I love to go out. I love, uh, I'm a drinker, so I love to drink. <laughs> uh, and so it really... It used to be standard for a long time. I don't know. Washington Street. Okay. Uh, it was main uh, Midtown for a long time. I love 77 Degrees just because it's more chill. Um, shit, it's all over the place. I I went up because they used to be... I don't know. Are you familiar with Metropolis? It's like uh, this Latino club, and it's in it's in Southwest, but it's it's uh, Metropolis. It's more like the hood side, and it's just very. I'm trying to remember, but good, go yeah, ahead. it's all the Latinos going there, and it was, it was it was a little messy, you know. But Uh-oh. you know, we all start there, and I think it was because we weren't 21 yet. I don't want to say that's the reason, because mm-hmm. I, I hope that was the reason I was there. But you know, after that, I'm just more of a bar hopper, so I, I like going to bars and things. But lately, I have not been going as much as I used to. 
I think I want to say okay. I go out. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly I do go out a lot, but I feel like I don't go out enough. But do you have a favorite bar that you like going to when you go out? Uh, could be any area. It could be here. I mean, in Midtown, it could be Montrose. Could I love be Montrose because it's be. cheap as fuck. Okay. I feel like Montrose has the cheapest drinks, so I'll, I'll bar hop in Montrose all, all day. So, uh, I've been to a couple bars in Montrose. A couple years ago, I went with my girlfriend and her best friend. They, cause they, he likes to go to Montrose and he does shows. He does drag shows in Montrose. So he goes to like Meteor and stuff like that. I've seen him perform, and it really freaked me the fuck out because I was like. I was like, who the fuck was that? And he's like, that's so-and-so. And I'm like, what it's the fuck? A different person, huh? Yeah. And, and he, he puts on a really great show. I've had him on as well. Um, but I've, I've been to I've been to like a gay bar and I was like, okay, this is totally different for me. It you is, know? Yeah. And then we went, I think maybe a couple months later during Halloween. It was fucked up. We went I was to... There. I was actually there for Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> we went to... At South Beach is what it's called. I think that's what the club is called. South Beach or something like that. I don't know. We went. I was fucked up. And, like, all I remember was, like, going through the crowd and, like, standing against this wall. And, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, I am surprised nobody's hitting on me right now. <laughs> Just because, you know, as a, as a guy, we're like, shit like that. Yeah. But I was drunk, so I was like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I feel uh, like once... Uh, um just because I you know a lot of friends who are straight, they go to a, a gay bar, and, and that's the first thing to think of is like, because they're not they're not used to it. And, mm-hmm. But then they just never stop going. <laughs> they keep going. They were like, I mean, the some of the great. the vibe she's is great. Great. I mean, like the music is great. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, for sure. Like I, I told this one guy, and he had played like he we had a party here, and he played some crap music, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, hey, man. I know you know some better music. Play this music that you be, that we, we hear at the club, man. You know? Because he, they, they just, you know, me being stupid, whatever. Yeah. Because I was drunk. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, the vibe is great. I have a friend of mine in L.A. He goes to a gay bar, and he's like, people are awesome there. Yeah. It's just, you have, they're, they're just having a good time just like you are. So, yeah. it's like, well, I, like, it's like some, I used to be kind of like that guy, but, like, now I'm not anymore because I was, I was young. But now I'm just like... Hey man, we're both having here to have a good yeah. time, so like let's both get fucked yeah. up. <laughs> it's great because they, they try less than when you go to other like regular clubs. Like you just don't feel like that whole like you have to. I don't know. Every time I go to like say Washington or Main Street or anything, I just feel like I have to try harder for some reason. I don't know. It's like a mentality thing. And when we would go to Montrose, it's just like eh, like everybody's just yeah. Everyone's just like everybody, yeah. Yeah, my cousin's a DJ at a couple clubs in Montrose, so we try to like I try to always be where he's at. So and it's just a good time and. Fuck, I'm always down for like cheap drinks, so because that's exactly. where all the money goes. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. And then you just go the next day, you're depressed because of all the money you wasted. <laughs> fucking Washington Street. Shit. I usually stop at like four drinks. Like I'll buy like I'll, I like Dosekis, yeah. like Dosekis, like four of it. That's it. That's it. That's I'm done. Yeah. It's like that's it. That's all you're gonna get from me unless you buy me like another drink. Then I'm like, okay, fine, I'll drink okay, another yeah. one. And then it's like seven drinks later. I'm just like, what's yeah, going on? We go to this club called uh, Barbarella. I love it. Yeah, so when we go, like, we try to go in 80s night, we go in 90s night, we go, like, on Fridays and shit like that, and um, I, we had went, when my cousin came into town, and it was, like, on a Friday, I got fucked up, I was, like, on seven drinks, I had, like, three shots, I was just, like, fucked up, and, yeah. like, it's fun, I like doing that, but, like, I'm, like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't get hung over, though. I don't as much. It it really depends of uh, if I have champagne, I will get hungover. But if I don't have champagne, then I'm good. But I have a, a really high liquor tolerance, 
So as I, Latinos, we I, do. <laughs> yeah, and I wish I didn't because I would save money on liquor. But since I don't, I try to get there. Because if I go out, I want to get fucked up. I'm not gonna go out just to fucking like. Come yeah, to, you know? so exactly. That's always my goal. It's like I want to get fucked up. I want to carry to the car. Like no, I don't go, you know? <laughs> that never happened. So it's been. I think I because I would never throw up, and I threw up for the first time. I think it was like this year, last year. And I was like, what the fuck, you know? You okay. know what made me throw up? Fireball. I fucking hate Fireball, bro. <laughs> I can't stand fucking Fireball. It's disgusting. It's like, because I hate the red gum, period, like, licorice yeah. and all that shit. And it's just like, why would anyone want to take that? Like, that was, like, my go-to shot. Oh, my God. I feel like, like that was, too, when I was, like, in, like, high school. But I'm just like, why? It's like uh, vodka. I can't smell vodka, like, period. Don't fucking offer me vodka. I can't do vodka anymore either. Yeah, and I'm like, back in the day, because that was, like, the thing. Like, Ciroc was, like, everybody needed a Ciroc bottle. And I'm just, I'm just like, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know who Miha Culture is? No. Okay, so there's some friends of mine. They have their Latinas. They have their own um, brand, clothing brand. And um, I had them on. I've known one of the girls since, like, high school. They bought, like, a bottle of Ciroc. I think I have it somewhere. And, like, they finished it. Oh, like, hell no. The whole, like, within, like, the two, three hours. that we, Just I'm like, thinking what? about it. I like the names of Mija Culture. Is it, like, Mija? Like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, Mija Culture. It, it, pretty cool. They got some cool shirts That's and cool. stuff like that. Um, check out Mija Culture. I have an episode with them. But, uh, yeah, dude, they finished, like, a whole big bottle of Ciroc. And I was like, wait, y'all done with that? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my oh, God, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they never had, like, those, like, really bad experiences. That they, like, those, like, I would never sure get experiences. Because I'm like, those are the ones that got me to that point. It's like, Henny, too. I would drink Henny with Coke, like, nothing. Oh, no, dude. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, I would still drink Henny over Ciroc. But I guess Henny was that drink I would go when I was in my feelings just because it was going to make me feel worse. I don't know why the fuck I would do I that, couldn't but. do it. I couldn't do Hennessy. It burned my throat one time, oh, oh, and I was like, never mind. Never again. I'll stay with Buchanan in my um, cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that's my go-to, like if I'm going to go liquor, is uh, Jack Daniels and Coke. It's almost the same thing as Henny. I feel uh, like uh, well, a little less smoother, but because that's more like, of like a cognac, and, and when it's like a whiskey, it, I, I don't know, but I don't know what the fuck was yeah. going on with Hennessy, but that shit yeah, burned my it like. Does. It's strong. Like I had went with some ex coworkers of mine, and he was like, "We're doing shots," so we did a shot of Hennessy, and oh I was like, God. "Oh no, Hennessy is not for shots." Oh hell no! no. Oh, that's why. Well, that's where he maybe <laughs> maybe I don't know, but I was like, never again. I was like, oh, dude, do no. not give me Hennessy ever again. Yeah, so. That's no whiskey, whiskey period should not be for shots. But you know, it's like Buchanan too. Like it's not for shots, but we'll take. But it people shots. take it with shots though, and I'm like, that's is that for it's like shots, crown. Even crown shouldn't be for shots. But you know, when you don't have nothing left, you have to take shots with something. That's why that happens. I, it's it's tequila or nothing for me. I mean, I, yeah, I think tequila is probably my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it's not vodka, I'll drink anything. Yeah, for sure. Like if I like, everyone's like, let's take a shot. Or like, what are we taking a shot of? Patron, <laughs> I can't do Patron. Really? I, I can't. I. I just feel like, and this is an unpopular opinion, but I think a lot of people agree with it. Like, but I feel like Patron is overrated. Really? I mean, yes, it's okay for shot stuff because I feel like it's not so like, drawn, like uh, crazy that will make me go like, you know. So there's my shot. I wouldn't, I won't drink it as a drink, but I'll drink it as a shot. With mm-hmm. But what about Casamigos? Casamigos. It's okay. Tito's. I know it's vodka. That's the only vodka I'll take. I didn't even know it was fucking vodka until like <laughs> I think really? it was this year. No, I had a Friendsgiving uh, last year, mm-hmm. and I was drinking. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's why I only stick with tequila." And my this guy was like, "That's not tequila. That's fucking vodka." And I was like, "What?" You know, because 
I, I like it, you know, mm-hmm. I, like, I like Tito's. Oh, no, I'm like, it was for my, bir- my birthday. My best friend bought Tito's, and she doesn't drink tequila. And I'm like, why are you drinking tequila? You don't drink tequila? She's like, that's vodka. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, mind blown. Because I like <clears> it. <throat> yeah, I love Tito's. And I know a lot of people from Northside like Tito's, too, because I always see someone from Northside with a fucking Tito's bottle. Yeah, that's just Lido 2 bottle. <laughs> I usually prefer Hornitos or um, what's the other one? The one that has, like, a skull on it sometimes. What's it called? We have a bottle over here. I forget. Anyways, but Cornitos is usually it for me because it's very smooth. It doesn't have like a horrible aftertaste. I like did some it of once. It. There's a bottle. My dad has one. And it was never been opened since I was like in high school. It's just there. So maybe I'll try it. I tried doing uh, mezcal. I I do like <laughs> just not with the warm inside because then I'm like I won't drink it. Because you know some of them be having that warm. Yeah. Oh gross. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I, I we did it as a shot for like. Um, I think it was my birthday, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Why does this taste so leathery?" I oh yeah, it does. I cry every time. I don't know why. Every time I drink mezcal, I cry. Like, like when I'm, I have so many like I guess drinks, and it's like with tequila. I'm very transparent with tequila, and that's the only only thing that like, you you take anything out of me. Like, what what, what you want to know? Because I'll tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to stay away from that. Yeah, but, yeah. tequila, dude. I'd be doing shit to you, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm. I know one of them. You might, you might quite, you might look at me weird. I like, uh, what's it called, uh, Jaeger and Dr Pepper. I hate Dr Pepper. Period. So I'll what? I can't stand it. Oh my Disgusting. god! Like, this episode is done. I'm going I can't stand. It. Ever since I was a kid, it was just fucking disgusting to me. Because it tastes like root beer, and I hate root beer too. And it's just like they all taste like medicine. And it's the worst drink you could ever have. Like it's literally what? the most unhealthiest soda you could ever. Have. I mean, no one cares. But it's hey, just- yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's so. Oh hey, I, just- I mean. It just think is, is really my brother's obsessed with Dr Pepper, so it was always been like in my house there was everything but like there was no food but there were sodas, you know, and it was just like he had to have a a, a whole box of Dr Pepper otherwise there was like chaos at the house like growing up and I just could not. I I mean I hated dark drinks period I mean not hated but I I never went with like Coke or Pepsi although I prefer Pepsi but mm-hmm. it was um it was just fucking gross. I just, to this day, I can't. I tried it again this year after years. I'm not trying it, and it was just like, I, I wanted to kill myself. I was like, it's fucking nasty. <laughs> Damn, yeah. that, wow. I don't understand why people can like it. I like, just, it's just, it's refreshing. It is not refreshing. For me, oh, if it's it like super thirsty. cold, if it's super cold, oh man, no, it's like nice. the best. <laughs> like, no. the, if it's on, it's the best, dude. That's for me, a squirt. Uh, um, yeah, any type of like, um, like seven ups, right? Uh, kind of like lemon limey yeah, kind of uh, soda. Uh, Grapefruit drinks, okay, like fresca and all that shit. Oh, that oh yeah, that would be really good with with. You uh, manzanita, shit, shit, <laughs> some tacos, shit, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had told a friend of mine, another podcaster, I was on his episode, and I was like, "Yeah, do you fucking Jaeger and Dr Pepper?" And he was like, "What?" Because like people can't stand Jaeger. I like Jaeger with Coke, so kind of. Oh yeah, I mean Jaeger's yeah, the best. I like Jaeger. Yeah. People, but like it's med. They're like it's medicine on medicine. If you're drinking it with Doctor, I don't like. I don't. And that's the point. Dude. You get fucked up faster. But it's, boom, that's the. Yeah. I never. It's, yeah, I, t- I think I'm taking yogurt just because you know people have offered it at like parties. That's what they have. I don't know. Maybe they probably got it from their dad. But 
Um, I never go to a bar and ask for it, but I do like Jaeger with drinks. I mean, I like Jaeger so much. I have a big bottle, I have the medium bottle, and I have small bottles. You take gin. A lot of people don't like gin. I, I like gin with any type of juice. I didn't really like. I think my uncle gave me gin and juice one time, and I was like, "What the fuck is this, dude?" Yeah. And he it's, looked it's at me. It's hard to get into it because yeah. I started taking gin because it was cheap. Mm-hmm. But then I got really into it. So every time I was just gin and juice with any type of juice you have. Yeah. But my girlfriend, it, it don't matter, bro. She, Same. Vodka, vodka, just vodka, gin, and it goes to whatever. a point where you're so fucked up that you don't care what the fuck you're drinking. That's when I'll take vodka. Oh just, no, me yeah. no. I'm like, don't give me this shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like it's either this or nothing else. They'll be like, no, you can't. I'm drinking anyway. You know, so that's. <laughs> hey, yeah. if you that's that's one way to have fun. Especially when it's like everything tastes like water at some point. You know, when you're like really fucked up. But I won't get fucked up unless I have someone to take care of me. <laughs> Dude, Dos Equis is like the one, the one for me. Like I would drink that shit like. Nobody's business. Yeah, from East Corona and Modelo's. I stopped drinking beer last October. I haven't had a beer. I think I'm lying because we just celebrated his birthday and it was the first time. Because I had a you know the new J Balvin beers. Mm-hmm. I had to try it just because I wanted to and it was fucking gross. So I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does this dude come up with shitty beer? Honestly, I was like, this fucking looks beautiful. Like the thing is like so colorful and shit, and I'm just like, what the fuck? This tastes worse than the actual light, the middle light. Because oh, I don't uh, like Bud Light like that, but mm-hmm. it's his worst. I'll drink any beer as long as it's not Bud Light. That's the only one. I'm just like, okay, I'm not cool with it. I'm not really like... I can't do Bud Light either, dude. Yeah. We, we went to a party. What was a... Uh, it was a private screening of a friend of mine. He um, He's a director. Oh, but he nice. also does like music videos and shit like that, too. Send him my resume. Hey, I... <laughs> Cold Creek Productions. I mean, he's... Uh, I'll show you some of his stuff on, on yes. Instagram, but... um. He, he directed a, mu- uh, a movie, a short yes. film. So we went, and we had a little party. So we were playing beer pong, and he was like, hey, we have the Bud Light. I'm like, oh, God. fuck. I was like, I don't like Bud Light. And I was like, fuck it. I'll do yeah. it. And it. I couldn't do it. I started yeah. gagging. I was it's, like, it's never not, mind. It's, it's piss. It's literally what it is. Pitbull's piss. Because <laughs> it so fucking much that he swears it's fucking good, and it's not. I Dude, it's like, to me, it's like water. And then, like, all the stuff at the bottom. Yeah, literally. Because you have to shake it, but then it'll go... Pfft. I yeah. feel like you have to shake it, but you can't shake it, you know? So, I don't know. Fuck but like. I don't know. I don't understand why they're so fucking popular. I like Corona and Monday Laura are my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's usually what, like, my buddy brings, like, mm-hmm. when he's, like, coming over. He's like, I have Modelo or Corona. I'm like... Yeah. That's over there. Fucking lime, saltahine. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, let's uh, get into our first segment of the podcast and it's called unpopular opinions yes i'm sorry that's too loud <laughs> oh no no i want to see if you can hear it out here too. oh no uh, we'll do it again unpopular opinions no it wasn't loud. I just wanted to see for it. like the longest time i have people on my ass they're like why don't you come up with the sound for that Cause it's like, oh, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, why don't you just come up with something so then we know like that segment is starting? And I'm like, okay, fuck it. So like, I was yeah. messing around and came up hey, with that. You have that Car- iCarly thing, like random dance, and you remember that? I I didn't really watch iCarly that oh, much. Okay, it's okay. I'm we, sorry. We can't all be cool. <laughs> <laughs> really? Damn. <laughs> okay, so unpopular opinions. Since you are a special guest, do you have any unpopular opinions? A lot. All right, well, fuck it, let's do it. I guess like the one I always go to is that pineapple and pizza are a perfect match. Oh, dude, yes. And See, people don't understand. I'm so mad. I feel like 
they I feel like people don't really believe they don't go I feel like some person just started saying that and everybody wanted to be cool and started saying that pineapple was nasty but did you even try it because I believe you didn't fucking try it I think a lot of people did fucking awesome oh my god and it's but um that one for sure I want to say I love pineapple on pizza like whenever I go to Domino's I order a large pizza it's chicken the grilled chicken pineapple and bacon what about jalapenos? You need to fucking jalapenos. Uh, not really. Like sometimes I feel on jalapenos, but not that much. But I like, love it's I love so everything good. to make me cry. Like spicy food. Oh my god. So I love pineapple on pizza. I agree oh, with yeah. you. Fuck everybody else that yeah, doesn't believe for that. Sure. They're lying. All right, go ahead. What's the next one? I want to say, making your bed is a pointless chore, for sure. Whoa. You're gonna fucking get into the fucking bed the same fucking nights. Unless you're going on a fucking trip and you're not going to be home for days, you know, that's when I'll make my bed, but, you know, I don't want to make it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's still, you know, made or whatever, but I feel like it's so fucking pointless. I don't make my bed either. <laughs> I don't think my parents ever made me make my bed. Me neither. Well, I think my mom did it for me, which, you know, that sucks, you know, but I think that's why they didn't get in the habit of doing it until I was older and people were like, dude, do your bed. I was like, yeah, and like I, I don't, I like I don't see the point. It's like I'm just gonna get into it later. It's no gonna be messy. See it. Like no one wants to see it but me. I think it's just like the discipline of like yeah. I have to do this. Like, there's this, there's this whole book about. I think it's called Making Your Better or some shit. But it's about people will succeed better in life if they make the bed because there there's a whole science behind making your bed that it's it shows discipline, and because you're so disciplined in making your bed, you're going to succeed. So. Who knows? Maybe we're wrong. That might be bullshit. I think I don't so. Know. I hope so. Because maybe that's why I'm not succeeding <laughs> as much as I should. Because I'm not making my fucking bed. <laughs> All right, go ahead uh, with another one, and then I'll see if I can come up with one. I know I have some here somewhere. <clears throat> I do. You know, I had written some down, but... Uh, room temperature water only makes you more thirsty. That's my shit. I, I get hmm. so mad when they offer me room temperature water. And it's crazy because I thought everybody preferred cold water, but that's not the case. Um, Who offered you room temperature water? Everybody just put, put them like, on blast right now. No, literally. Like I feel like he prefers temperature room temperature water. Is that true? Yeah. Chingao, oh, really? <laughs> and I, was like, oh. and I, I remember I get more thirsty. Like I, I, if you, if I'm like running outside and I come back and I'm on a heat stroke, you offer me room temperature water. I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? Like, bro, that's why I hated uh, water fountains in school. Like I would never drink it because I'm like. They're fucking hot. Like, what? So, yeah. That's why I offered you cold water. Thank you. I, I put them in the fridge. I was like, oh, thank So, but there is, there is times where I do, like, room temperature drinks. Just because sometimes, like, it tastes a little bit colder. But it, it's, it's cold, but it's not that cold, but it's not that hot. I don't It's so weird. The only thing I'll take, like, hot is coffee or atole. Like, I will not. I just can't do anything, like, room temperature or hot if it's not. She fucking hates it. Like... She was like, bring me a soda, and I'll open the thing, and I'm like, here you go. She's like, this is room temp. And I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's kind of cold a little bit. It's like, it's fine. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's all good. As long as they don't flag me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's cold enough. And she's like, no, I need ice. And I'm like, we don't have ice. Oh, just deal with this. Yeah, or just put okay. it in the fridge. But, like, we try I'll to put all our drinks in there. I'll die of thirst before I fucking do that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. But, no, yeah, I... Dude, like I said, whenever I have a guest on, I got like, hey, we got to put some water in the fridge. It's just got to be cold because they won't drink it at first. But like when they start talking and getting thirsty, they're like, I got to have something cold. So yeah. it's like I, I'm always 10 steps ahead. Uh, One of my unpopular ones was that Bud Light was trash. 
That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one that I think that you might, you might. Agree, I don't. You maybe you might. Maybe you won't. I feel like in a relationship, it should be fifty-fifty with both partners. The only exception, I think, when the person or the man or whoever else pays, the main one is like if it's like a first date or something. Like you're going through like the stages of like, okay, we're going into a relationship, like dating wise. Like I personally believe in 50-50. But like if I'm going to say, if I'm going to ask a girl out, it's like, of course I'm going to pay the first, for, yeah. you know, the first time, maybe the second time uh, until we like, we start like, okay, we're officially dating. Then it's like, all right. 50-50 now. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know if... I mean, that, that might be unpopular. I do agree. I feel like it's not a conversation people are ready to have because they're just like... I feel like it's more girls who don't want to have the conversation just because they were raised, you know. Daddy said, no, I, I'm a princess. Or, and then for guys, too, it's like the more like old school generation. They raise their kids to be like, you have to pay for the woman. You have to be the man. But I completely agree that it should be 50-50. But no one... That I fucking know goes by that rule. How do you feel about that? Same. Same? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I feel like well, it's a conversation that people aren't ready to have. Well, because I had the conversation with, with somebody years ago, and I had talked about this. And she was like, no. She's like, the man pays for everything, and the women just... And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like, look, we live in a different time now. Literally. It's like not <laughs> like that anymore. It's like yes, I will be a gentleman and I'll pay for you the first time, the second time, the third time even if we're going on. And then if it's like all right, we're officially dating. All right, now it's time for fifty fifty because I can't be paying for your ass every fucking time. Because girls that have, I feel, I feel like girls that think that way, like oh no, you have to pay for me. And they're always like the most expensive ones. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not going to pay for you to, yeah. to go to Chili's and shit like that. You with are the, not going to uh, eat off my dime. I'm like, girl, with a minority here. Like, <laughs> it's like either either uh, either pay 50-50 or give, give something up. Yeah. You got to give it up. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that like in a fucked up way, but yeah. it's like something's got to You got to yeah. give you something. Something's got to give. Give me a head yeah. at least. I mean, something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, man, I lost my train of thought. Uh, fuck. But I mean, like I said, not people that really to have that conversation because mm -hmm. they have that mentality where it's like, oh no, the man pays for yeah. everything, and then it's like, and it gets deeper when you move in together. That's when that was. Like, oh, oh, dude, you know this <laughs> shit has been a fucking. It's like, hey, we're supposed to be paying the bill. Uh, I'm paying this by myself. You haven't given me the money yet, and then it's like, well, I'm, I'm wait. You know, I don't have the money. I was like, hey, look, I need this money. Like, like, we pay, like, everything half and half. Yeah. So we pay rent, we pay light, gas, um, internet. So, I'm like, I'll tell her, I'm like, hey, I need my money. <laughs> I need my $12 yeah, for the internet. Your, get your money, King. <laughs> it, 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 sometimes it is a hassle because it's yeah. like, y'all move in and it's like, look, we agreed to pay 50-50. Okay. And then when it comes time, it's like, I don't, you did. I'm like, no, 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 no. You got me fucked up. <laughs> and it's healthier, too. I feel like no one will ever feel like... You um, have the, the advantage over them. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like women don't understand it because it's like... Women, you know, the whole empowerment movement with women, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. It's like, you would wish... I mean, I would feel like they would be like, yeah, fuck it, 50-50. Because mm -hmm. it's like, it's both of us right here. Yeah. It's But it's like, no, you're going to... And I'm like, but then the guy can hold that over you and be like, hey, man, I paid for you all these times. 
uh, you know, when's it? When's it? You, when are you gonna pay for your? You know, and then they get upset, and it's like. But as a man, I would like to be get treated out sometimes. No, definitely. You know, like, hey man, I'll pay for you. And fuck yeah, I'll give it up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Let's get the Xbox. <laughs> you know, I'll give you. I'll give you whatever you know. Yeah. But it's like I, like you said, that's not a conversation people already have. Yeah, it's just like the whole like you know woman movement and the rights and everything is which is cool it's something i don't comment on just because i don't want to say something dumb you know and i support it because it's the right thing to do you know but, but i feel like, like know, as a I, man it's yeah, like you have to but there's some things that i'm like i ask questions and I'm like how are you gonna ask that i'm like so i'm saying i don't think there's something i don't want to like say something stupid on and sound so ignorant you know mm-hmm. so i support it but there's some things that i ask and they're like no then then you don't stand for men right it's because you know i thought it was like 50 50 you know so it's like the whole war thing oh no we shouldn't go to war but you want to 50 50 so what's, what's what's it gonna be get drafted i don't want to be drafted like i told people war is always going to happen whether yeah. you like it or not mm-hmm. we can't i mean there's ways we can stop it but like when it's time it's time yeah and people go to war for petty stupid yeah, shit anyway yeah. so who cares um what's another one that i had uh, I think the whole Travis Barker, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian's thingy sisters, that whole like thing, like everybody's like romanticizing over. I feel like that's just I that's not I it. Do not. I first of all, because I'm uh, I'm really about like not dating your friends' ex. Ariana Grande and Kim Kardashian were like are close. She's close with that family. You're gonna date her ex fiance? Like that's that's shit crazy to me. Yeah. But I didn't even think about it until like recently. I'm like, wait, hold up, you know. And I just don't care for the Kardashians. It's a kid. Like I've never knows. seen an episode of the show, and it's just like, and it's not because I hate on them. I'm like, fuck it. If you can get money doing something, fucking get it, you know. But they don't interest in me, especially. I mean, I think he, Baker's you know talented or whatever, but I don't follow him like that. That's um, another one that I, I would say that, like, it's unpopular, yeah, but I'll save it for I'll another say, time. Yeah, let me not get in trouble. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm just as the Kardashians don't offer anything. They don't. I mean, the only thing that was good was the, the sex tape that, that I, everybody saw. That, that she was crying because her son saw it and everything. Well, I mean, what do you think? It's you like... Expect? It's like, once you do that, you know, you're going to leak it and everything. You have to know that your kids are going to fucking watch it in the future. You know, so... Or even now, I mean... That sex tape came out like what? Maybe when I was in high school. Maybe before. yeah, I was in middle school. So it's like, how do you not gonna realize like they're gonna find? It that? sucks, you know. It sucks if your kids. I guess more as a mother, as, as maybe as a guy, you probably don't care. But. Those kids. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I guess as a mother, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if I was, if it was the reverse for me, it'd be like. Oops, you know, because it's like Google. You can Google yeah. your parents' name, and then this comes up, and it's like Ray J sex. And I was like, what? I'm just like, how does your kid even have a, like access to the internet? Because they're because they because you know yeah, all kids like do crazy. the little the little tablets. And you go to the grocery store. All these kids have tablets, so that's it's like crazy. they're gonna search your name up and like, oh, what does mommy do? And then boop, mm-hmm. mommy sucks dick. <laughs> that's how she got famous. <laughs> so oh my God. yeah, Fucking but Ray J. So I mean, just. Like I said, I get, like, as a parent, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm not ready to have this conversation. But it's like, mm, that's, you chose that. That's, that's what like you should be Latino, because you're Latino, you don't even get to talk, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, what else is another one? How do you feel about uh, staying friends with your exes? Do you think it's fine mm, and healthy? I don't think, I, don't, I think it really, de- no, no. No, I need to stop lying to myself. Why am I lying to myself? I can't be friends with exes. Because then, like, 
either you'll still have feelings for them and you'll still try to get with them or like you just be mad at them the whole time would you would you get mad if like let's say um your girlfriend was still friends with all her exes how yeah, would you feel about I that i would i would like she wasn't friends with her exes but she still like had them on social media and like i was like yo you got to cut that <laughs> cuz for me all the exes that i dated blocked yeah. then you want to have nothing to do with them like they didn't even exist so it's like that's just me personally mm -hmm. but like her she's still like following them. i'm like that's not why it's like you don't even like them they're not even your real exes to begin with but um to answer your question i don't think it's healthy i think for some people they might be able to get away with it but i think mentally it's like you always have that thought like i still love them it's like i still want to be with them and especially when they get with somebody else oh, fuck no you're you're like fucking crazy in the head i feel like for me because i never i feel like probably one person i blocked from like people i dated but everyone else like i've always had on social media but i think it's because i never got to that love level because my my relationships were so short like, mm -hmm. you would blink and they're over but <laughs> i feel like i never got to the point of love that is like is i don't i never cared or anything or i'll see them on parties and I'm like, hey what's up hello and keep it going but i feel like maybe if i was in love then it wouldn't be healthy you know but Shit, you know, I never thought about it like that, but I, I was never really in love. I was always, like, the hopeless romantic. Oh, you know, like, oh, I love it. Oh, dude, there is so much shit that I've done in my life that's so cringy. Like, I, I don't think I could forgive myself. Like, I would go, <laughs> I would do a Will Smith slap on my younger self if I could. Like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? Oh. But through all those situations, it's made me a better person and, and better understanding where, like, okay... Maybe I shouldn't be like this. Maybe I should learn from my mistakes and shit like that. I feel like there's nothing wrong with, like, showing your arm, being the helpless romantic. I never was, but I wish I was. I was always too shy to do that, but... Dude, I I crushed on this one girl for, like, like all of high school. Like, I wrote her poems. <laughs> I made her... I, I, like, had, like, this piece of, like... Uh, like something like a little pendant or something uh -huh. and I found like this little chain I gave it to her I would like walk her to class I was so fucking romantic and then like when I wrote this one poem she fucking freaked out and like told like I guess the teacher and then they told the AP and they were like why did you say this and I'm like I, I don't know and then like was it from nasty? no it wasn't nasty it was kind of like oh, I would take a bullet for you because I'm like in love with you or some shit like that you know some corny shit as kids do and wow. um, yeah fuck her um, so <laughs> but did you end up dating no oh, wow, no she um, she was kind of those girls that would like they knew you liked them but then they would date somebody I I think I got back at her one time she was dating this one guy and he knew that I liked her. But he didn't really care. Yeah. And then we became friends. Wow. <laughs> while they were dating. And she hated that. Wow. And I'm like, dude, we never really got... I, I think I'm glad we didn't get to date. She ended up, like, getting married. And then they got divorced and have a kid. And it sounds fucked up. But I'm like, that wouldn't have happened with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. It probably was for the best. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's... <sighs> I never wrote a poem in my life. It's I, funny because, you know, y'all hear this songwriters. Oh, I started writing poems. I've never written a poem in my life. 
I've rode in like cringy kind of like well, like uh, I kill myself sap, sappy <laughs> loved ones, and then I was just like, okay, I can rhyme, but I can't put shit together for a yeah. song. I, I I did write one song, and like I um, I showed a couple of people that I like was in the music industry ugh, was in the music industry and people I knew. I'm like, hey, do you like this song? <laughs> it's like, do you want to record it? Do you want to use it? Nobody's ever used it, so I have to like. See if I can find it. But um, what was I saying? Yeah, dude, I I can't do the poems to save my life anymore because yeah, I, I, I feel so cringy writing them, and I'm like, no, I'm grown. I can't yeah, do this. I anymore. feel like that's how I feel too. I feel like um, oh, I saw. I should have been close to the mic the whole time. It's okay. Uh, I feel like um, when I start, I think I started trying to write a poem one time, and I was just like, I felt like people were looking at me, even though you were alone. I'm like, this is all so stupid. I was like, let me not continue. So I stopped. Like, Hell no. This is I can't. I can't be. I wish I was more romantic than what I am. Mm-hmm. But I guess I blame my childhood trauma. I feel like I was never able to be very. Um, how do you say that close with my family where it's like oh i love you i love you know i love you sister brother mom mm-hmm. we never had that you know it was more like everybody had so much pride or it was very um we showed love in different ways like buying stuff you know okay. it was always was like, it very like machismo sometimes too as well um for sure i feel like um hmm, from my brother's side i guess my dad but my dad he's he's never been like a like that tough dad you know he's always he's he was always like the nice one but I don't know, it was just, I don't know why, and it's crazy, I think it's so wrong, why it was so hard for my family to show love in that way, so I think that made it hard for me to be romantic, so whenever I started getting into the dating scene, I didn't know how to say, like, I love you, or how to, like, be romantic, so I never did that, you know, it was more like, oh, like, I'll buy you something, because I don't know what to say, you know? I'm gonna show you how I feel, I'm gonna buy you this. Because it sucks, I wish I was more romantic than what I is, and I guess I'll learn it as I go, but it's... That's what I blame. I blame my childhood. I just didn't know how to say those nice things. You know? That happens, dude. I mean, uh, for me, like, I I saw that. Like, my parents were very lovey-dovey. Yeah. They always told said, me yeah, that. That's why you were so, My yeah. grandparents were like that. Um, I think that's beautiful, seeing that growing but up. But it happened in high school with all, like, the wrong girls. And then, like, as I got older and, like, we've been in a relationship for, like, almost eight years, it's to the point where I'm like, eh. <laughs> You know, I'm not really romantic anymore. Like, I'll come up with, like, oh, we'll go to dinner. Like, I think that's the most romantic thing, like, coming up with, like, going to dinner. That's it. And it's, like, and she gets mad. She's, like, why are you not romantic with me? And I'm, like, look, bro, I'm trying, okay? (laughs) It's just, to this point, I feel like I'm, like, not in that mood anymore. And I feel bad because it's, like, I don't want to do that to her. But I can't fake a feeling. Mm-hmm. And then, like, down the road, it's like, oh, I faked all that. Because then that, would be, that wouldn't be right to her, and that wouldn't be right to me. Yeah. So it's better to be honest, be like, hey, look, I'm just not romantic anymore. And it's just, maybe it's just not with the, I don't know. Maybe it's just not with her. Maybe it's just not period. I don't know. Who no, knows? I, no, this weekend you have to stick around and be romantic. I feel like even if you don't, I think it's I mean, like I said, we're, I mean, like I told you off air, <laughs> well, tomorrow we're going out to dinner, and then... This weekend we're going out of town, so okay, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, we do get romantic, but like her, like wanted me to like buy flowers and do this, and I was like, look, bro, I'd rather save money, <laughs> <laughs> not to be fucked up, but it's like, look, you want to go out to eat, right? Okay, well, hey, I'm not gonna buy no flowers, so like I'll buy 
Margaritas instead. The flower yeah. money. <laughs> no, I'll take margaritas any day over flowers. Fuck yeah. Uh, do I have another one? No, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, do you have any other unpopular opinions? Mine that no one agrees with is that chocolate ice cream is fucking gross. And no one, I feel like the aftertaste of just chocolate, period, is just nasty for me. I'm more of a strawberry person. <laughs> Let me see if I can find something for that. <laughs> um, Come on, man. Uh, Are you a chocolate person? I like, I think I like all the flavors of ice cream and chocolate. I like chocolate. Nice. It just it really depends. I love chocolate, not chocolate ice cream. Chocolate ice cream tastes gross. I, I think it depends on the brand. No, I think I, I've tried everybody, even Bluebell, because I love Bluebell. But I feel like it's just fucking nasty. Like the aftertaste itself is just like, hmm. what the fuck is this? You know, and that's how I felt my whole life. And I try it sometimes, you know, if it's there, I'm like, fuck it, you know, that's the last thing here, but it shouldn't exist. Huh. I like strawberry, vanilla, everything. I think cookies and cream and mint are my go to go to. Pistachio. Oh, Damn, that's God. a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stunned because like I've never heard anybody say that, but yeah. like that's that's a lot interesting. Of people don't like chocolate, which I was surprised to know. I, I think I, when it goes like to like the Neapolitan ice cream, it's funny because people will get the chocolate or vanilla, and nobody will get the strawberry. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, in my house, it was always like everybody would fucking finish the strawberry and vanilla, and they would leave the fucking chocolate. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> they knew because they're like. I know doesn't oh, like chocolate. Yeah. It's like uh, when you have like the, the popsicles and those bolis, the bolis, mm-hmm. they would always take the red ones because okay. the red ones were popular, but those ones I didn't like. So I was always <laughs> to like the blue, purple, because grape was always my favorite like flavor and popsicle wise. So I was like, eh, they don't like those. I'll take them. Well, those are the best. Yeah. yeah. Those are the fucking best. Like but that's best. interesting. Like, you don't like chocolate ice cream. I can eat it if it's mixed with something, you know, but okay. I can eat it alone. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to keep that one for like. <laughs> another time uh what else what's one more and then we'll go into our next i guess topic or i want to say that britney spears is the original queen bee and they took the shit from her and they gave it to beyonce just because they were trying to be nice oh i feel like drop mike i remember she that's what they used to call her you know it was like oh queen bee whatever and then beyonce came and became big and it was like oh that she started calling herself queen bee and then they just forgot that they gave Britney Spears that title, and I was like, oh. I think ever since like, Britney started getting crazy, mm-hmm. they're like, we're just going to take this and put yeah. it over here. I remember I was in school, and they were talking about Queen Bee, and they were talking about Beyonce. But for me, they were talking about Britney, and it was this whole discussion in class. I think it was like eighth grade, and I was like, that's not Queen Bee. I was like, what the hell? So I was confused, but that's my opinion. That's probably why a lot of people were like, man, fuck this dude. <laughs> yeah, that, That's what the bullying started. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. I'm not to... Not keep that, but like remind them, like, hey, people, some some people think that this is, this, you know, just yeah. to rile people up. I like doing that shit Damn. too. It's so <laughs> All right, well, we have another segment which is called, if I can find it, where is it at? Here, no, that's not that one. It's this one. What are you listening to? So it's called, What Are You Listening To? So, Gammy, since you are a special guest, what have you been listening to? I know you say you listen to a lot of podcasts, yeah. but aside from podcasts, um, who are the artists that you've been listening to? Can be old, can be new, can be something that uh, you rediscovered from your childhood or something that you didn't really like but you started listening to now? So, what have, have, you, what have you been listening to lately? 
So I've listened to a lot of, a lot of reggaeton lately just because that's the music I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm trying to expand my flow, I guess, and or make it fit more into like different types of beats. So I definitely listen to like a lot of Becky G for sure that she's always playing. And that's, that's one of my inspirations too because she, her music's always like, she started with like pop and rapping and then she went to reggaeton and singing and you know. So she's one of the artists I listen to a lot. Um, Bozzy, because he's a, when I try to write music, I try to kind of focus on how he writes music. Um, are you familiar with Bozzy? Mm, not really, but uh, I could pretend oh like God, I... No way. I could pretend. I can be like, oh, oh yeah, sure, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I guess, um, yeah, and then Alec Benjamin. Um, uh, right now, I'm like, actually, like, I would play with Camila Cabello's album. I can okay. I'm listening to her. Like, I think her writing is crazy, too. Like, um, I think she's getting bigger just because people are starting to realize how good of, like, a writer she is. So, her, for sure. Fora. I like Fora. Are you familiar with Fora? Stop playing with me. Oh, my God. Who do you listen to? <laughs> uh, well, and he's from Houston, too. Oh okay, God. like, okay, so I'll let you finish, and then we'll talk about what I listen to. <laughs> um, Doja Cat is probably one of my Oh, okay, right yeah, see? God, yeah. I fucking love her. Oh wow, that, that's the only one you do. No, I mean I know I know Becky G. Like I had like a little crush on her like for a while, and then I mean she's and she just looks better now. <sighs> Damn, uh, don't you get too? She's yeah. I like her music. A lot of people were like, "You just like her because she has a fat ass," and I was she, like, "No, it's like fucking great. she writes her own stuff. Yeah. She produces her own stuff. She she's a great dancer. She, she's she like that. She has that artillery. Man. She's that yeah. Chris Brown. That's what she is. She's great, and she looks great too. Yeah. So it's like, you know. Yeah, I love her. I think that's like those are that's like that's a pretty good list. That's my list right now. Alrighty, now for me, <laughs> I listen to. I'm, I'm not familiar with a lot of reggaeton artists. I, I do listen to some of it. I did have an unpopular opinion, where and this might freak some people out, but I've said it before. Like I don't think like it. it's that good, and I the reason why I say it's not good anymore is because. Like I talked to you about, like, it's in a box. Uh-huh. It's the same beats. It's the same rhythm. I feel like J Balvin and fucking Bad Bunny can be on three different songs and it has the same beat. Yeah. But that's because, like I said, they're stuck in a box. Yeah. I yeah. listened to this podcast called Loud. I don't know if you heard of it. Yeah. I thought it was fucking fantastic, dude. Because it's like, I like learning history as well. So learning the history of Gregoton and how it came from and where it started and how it grew into this global thing was like it's amazing yeah the only thing i'm like kind of fucking sucks that they're just like capitalizing on it and just like every every latino artist is using it because oh well you're latino so let's put you in this box and this is the only beat that you can be able to do yeah so um but yeah i mean i I try to listen to all different kinds of things let me see what i have on my list I usually have like this thing called. I just know that I'm not, I'm not gonna know any of them. I have a feeling. <laughs> you might know some. So, let's do my top twenty artists of this past month. Number one is Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. Okay. Number two is The Weeknd. I really liked his Dawn FM album. Fucking great. That's um, that's the last one, right? That's the. Yeah, that's the one that just came out. That's that's his worst. You think it's Ever his worst album? Oh my god! Th- oh, what I the was fuck! I so upset. A lot of people were actually upset from that album because what? we were expecting something like the last album. The last album was fucking magic. You know this one. You don't like this new I album? I like not one song. Like it what? was just like 
not one song I like, and I was really upset because I, I do like him. I don't like him as much as like Bruno Mars, but I do like him. Jeez, but bro, come on, I, man. That was a really bad one. But I do like oh him. Oh my god. No. Oh, never listen to it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to try to recover from this. I liked his his latest album. I think it's really good, I, but uh, you, you disagree. So hey, that's great. That's great. It's your unpopular opinion. Uh, number three is this guy from the UK. His name is Tom Mish. He sounds very alternative soul kind of music. It's really good. It's, he does a lot of guitar. He does a lot of beats and stuff like that on his music. Really great. Uh, number four is Bruno Mars. Love. But it's the only reason because of Bruno Mars is Silk because Sonic. of Silk Sonic. That Sonic. album was so fucking great, dude. That was so it's just ching. It's fucking good. Um, number five is Jet the Third, which is the local artist that I had on. Number six is Fall Out Boy. Okay, I so love I'm, a, I'm a fucking dude. I'm a fucking emo kid. Every song that they release has like that whole like Take Me to Church fucking bridge, and that's what I love about Fall Out Boy. See. I'm the old school Fallout Boy. I don't their new stuff. I'm not really a fan. Of. I think they're both great. I think they still have that Fallout Boy kind of like sound. They try to incorporate into their like new sound, but I love. I just love. I guess like Imagine Dragons. Like their music is just fucking great. For me, please. Do not. <laughs> For you, For you. please. Do not. <laughs> I'm not gonna burn you. Dude. <laughs> You're the guest. Uh, number seven is Interwave. I don't know if you heard of them. I don't think so. They're a LA Chicano band from Los Angeles. Oh, they're from Los Angeles. Um, they're very indie. They're very good. I saw them live for the first time in Mar February, March. Um, just fucking great, dude. Okay. They have a great sound. I think you might like them. I'll show you, uh, but later on. Um, number eight is La Santa Cecilia. They're from LA too. They're very folk, traditional kind of Spanish music. But, like, to that, like, L.A. area, you know. It, but it's really good. Really good. The lead singer, her voice is so beautiful. Okay. I, like, I want to cry. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, why are you making me cry at work? Uh, number nine is Ryan Adams. He's a, a musician. He does, like, alternative country and, like, rock and stuff like that. He's a very different sound. He's not really in a box either. So he kind of, like, whatever he feels like, he does it. Uh, number 10 is Kanye West. Number 11 is Drake. Uh, number 12 is the Foo Fighters. Okay. 13 is uh, is you, of course. Oh, oh you're in the list. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I love that. Uh, 14 is Mark Drew, who's been on the podcast. Uh, number 16 or 15, 16, uh, Krungbin. I don't know if you're here to Krungbin. I think so. They're a local Houston yeah. band, but they are exploding. They have like this very calming just chill vibe sound that like you can do at a cookout or or anything it's really great music okay. um the rest michael jackson this guy called john summit who i found on tiktok how do i have john summit because i have john summit in my playlist somehow uh somebody recommended shit. him on a tiktok video I think maybe that's what it was yeah and i liked i like that kind of music i like yeah. that housey kind of edm like kind yeah, of style same. It's so fun. It's, it's, if I could do music, like, I mean, I can, but, like, if I wanted to do something different, it would be like that. Yeah. Like him, like Kate Trinata kind of type yeah. shit. Um, Magic City, uh, Hippies, they're a group from Miami. Very chill, very, really good. The Bee Gees are the last one. Um, I have some other ones, but it, 
Tronada, Rolling Stones, Tame Impala, Blink-182, The Eagles, Marvin yeah. Gaye, and Stevie we Wonder. If we were on a road trip, we would definitely have Joe's with Ox. Definitely. It would not work <laughs> out. It would not be like that. See? And this is why I created my podcast playlist. <laughs> because um, not many people know, which they should know, I always encourage musical artists or anybody or the podcasters that I've had on to add music that they've been listening to. That's why it's called Inside the Northside Podcast Presents What Are You Listening To Playlist? And it's usually just me. But um, it's all kinds of genres. It could be pop, rock, yeah. hip-hop, soul, R&B, neo-soul, uh, chill wave. It could be you know reggaeton, tejano, norteño. It could be anything. Whatever the person's feeling like, they add it to the playlist. So it's like a mix. I think like, like it... I think you can listen to like that playlist for like three days straight and not have the same song. Yeah. So I, I like I listen to a lot of playlists as well. I like finding people's playlists and just listening to them. I don't even listen to like a certain artist anymore that much unless I feel like it. Like yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, I don't think there's a specific one. unless they drop an album like an artist that I like. I do listen to that album over and over for a while until I get tired. But I don't think there's an artist that I like go to anymore. I feel like I just put like New Music Friday and then all the songs start playing and then I go to playlists. I feel like it's all about playlists right now. Because mm-hmm. I don't even listen to the radio for sure. But Yeah, I, nobody really listens yeah. to the radio. And that's what I had an argument, not an argument, a conversation with a friend of mine. But that's another podcast for another time. What are you, Spotify or Apple? I'm Spotify. Spotify all the way. Sure. That's why my playlist yeah. is Spotify exclusive. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, like like, I was, like you were saying, like a specific artist. Like, I like... I was listening to this this artist named Benny. I don't know if you heard of her. Maybe. She is from New Zealand. She had that one song, uh, Super Lonely. I don't know if you heard of it. It sounds familiar. It was like on TikTok for like a while. People were like doing like shit to that song. Um, But I discovered her on YouTube and I saw her video and like she has like this, not a retro sound, but it's very poppy, but it's like, it's... um, it's carefree. Okay. You know, it's like, oh, you could turn it on, have fun, and you're just, it's, you're having a good time listening to her music. Yeah. And I dug into her discography, and I was like, wow, she has, like, all these other great songs. So today, I was feeling that song that she had, and I just kind of, like, dug into her discography again. So, because, like, I have two phones. I don't, I don't think I have it here, but one of them has all my music, and then this one is, like, the one that I take out. So... When people were like, hey, where's your phone at? I'm like, it's right here. <laughs> With all my music and everything. So I have to have two phones. Cause yeah. It's, 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 I have a lot of music. There's so, no space. Yeah, not enough yeah. space on this one. I should have got the bigger one. But um, but yeah, dude. I love playlists. Playlists are like Same. the biggest thing. That's why I started the playlist. Because it's like, I can listen to different things. Yeah, so. sure. So, I've had a great time talking Same. with you. It's been so fun, fun, dude. Like... It's great to like, like I said, I like conversating with people, getting yeah. to know a side of them that many, many people won't get to know unless they like hear this episode. Yeah, you know, sure. like you fucking said, you don't want chocolate ice cream or Dr Pepper or that weekend's new album. No, and the it's problem like, wasn't that I said I liked it. The problem was that you liked them. Oh the no, dude! What the? F- oh my! Hey yo, what the fuck? <laughs> this dude got me. <laughs> 
but dude i've had a great blast Thanks. like Thank i said so thank much. you for reaching out it, yeah for sure you know it's it's great to like conversate and have a good time and just you know and then we have an audience member here and he's just like dude what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I hope you had a good time listening to the you know and stuff like that um so you have an, you have a show coming out this weekend so guys yes. when this episode comes out he will be performing which is saturday at Doja Palooza, which is here in Sugarland, but if they can't make it there, uh, where can they find you? Uh, so I'm everywhere, you know, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere, off social media, um, Gammy Gons, two M's, two Z's, um, and I'm also right now I am finishing up um, my Spanish EP, which doesn't I'm very excited for that. So that's coming up soon, and then I'm probably gonna dig back into English for a little bit. But yeah, that's that's. The music doesn't stop this year. and continue. So I'm excited for that. Well, um, when you do drop your music, let me know. Like I said, I always tell all the people, let me know when you have something new because I will promote it. I will promote the fuck out of it, dude. (laughs) Appreciate it. Because I was like, I... You know, like I want you to grow, and you know, it vice versa as well. It's like when you grow, I grow. Yeah. So it's like, cause it's like, hey, I had that person on, and they're gonna be like, oh yeah, well, he, let me check out that episode and this yeah. and that, and you know. So it's like I, I like I like growing with yeah, everybody. Sure. So I'm excited to hear that. I'm excited for what you have in the future when you get to work with Tino, get to work with all these other great yeah. people, because then. Um, you know, it's like we're just making Houston better. Yeah, sure. I mean, better. <laughs> we're making Houston better. Within the new LA. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> People from LA are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" No, that's why they're all coming here. So that's true. That's true. So, like I said, yes. thank you again. So Means much. a lot. Uh, you guys, like I said, you can find him on Instagram. You can find him on Spotify, Apple Music. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts are available. Um, guys, when I drop this episode in the description, I will have all his social media, so his Instagram, his Spotify, um, his YouTube channel where you can find him, check out his music videos, uh, support this guy, he's great, support local music, support local artists, uh, I'll see you guys next week with my solo episode, uh, as I always say, God bless, peace, and I'll see y'all next time. Peace.